Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Insiders. Do you have any other questions? You know it. The Insiders are presented by Proceed. Need seed? Think Proceed. Uh, okay, but, so what are you saying? These guys do an unbelievable job and, you know, tune into The Insiders. I did have one. I do not apologize for taking it out of the six-pack. First thing you should know about us is that we have people everywhere. The Insider. The Insider. The Insider. The prices were that shocking. I wasn't listening. I'm an old soul. Now, here are the Insiders. Well, we're waiting. got a radio show to do i start doing that welcome on in i'm just you know perusing twitter and all sorts of things getting ready for the show a lot of conversations taken before the uh, the program gets going as well where we're gonna go different directions on stuff and uh some jokes kyle was wrong again last night the warriors were absolutely gonna win no chance they're gonna lose game four and go down three one well you can put Micah's tinfoil hat conspiracy theory to the test officially. The Lakers win last night. They're up 3-1 on the uh, Golden State Warriors. Lonnie Walker. Different stuff as well going on in the world of sports. We got to all of it. We got a couple hours to get through to it. So welcome back in. It's the Insiders with you. Brought to you by Proceed. Home of the right choice and right stuff programs online at Proceed.net. Bringing you the Insiders each and every day. Lots to get to. Got plenty of guests over the next couple of hours for you. Want your uh, calls and texts as well. Uh, but looking forward to a fun two-hour tour of some sports talk on a Tuesday. Tuesday talker with you. Uh, yeah, last night I did not plan on staying up for it, but I did. And the uh, the Lakers come away with the victory, 104-101. Very close, but the fourth quarter of the Lonnie Walker show. Anthony Davis kind of disappeared in the fourth quarter. Overall, good game. Two games in a row, though, for uh, for Anthony Davis. I believe it was back-to-back 20-point games for him and uh, broke that streak. And the Lakers up 3-1, Kyle. It was a bad take. Bad take. What can I say? But I will defend myself a little bit. I mean, up to that point, as we mentioned yesterday on the show, I was only going off what he had showed us. That's true. And what Anthony Davis had shown us was that he doesn't play well in back-to-back games. And maybe finally he's turned on the TV and started – Maybe he didn't realize it. Maybe maybe he just was like, oh, I'm playing I'm playing okay. Yeah, my points are up there. Maybe he just didn't realize it, and he turned on ESPN or something, and he figured it out. I don't know. But he finally— I, I think it became enough of a storyline nationally that he was now aware of it. Well, it sure. should have—I mean, it was right? a storyline, I think, in the play-in game. Um, but either way, it was a bad take. Bad take on my part. It wasn't the worst take in the day of sports, mm-hmm. um, as we will get to a little bit later. Yes, Mike Greenberg of ESPN had oh, there are some uh, 
questionable takes at uh, the, the very the least. least. Uh, about the debatable, future as well. Yeah, very, <laughs> very much debatable. You want some ammo for things that you can make you scratch your head a little bit. Uh, there's, there's a couple of them from the old uh, talking heads around the NBA. But we really should start off the show uh, with what you could call the uh, the breaking news that really popped off before the show got going from, obviously, uh, NDSU football. The uh, schedule, always something we are very closely watching. Uh, but uh, can I get a breaking news sounder from Micah Bindi back in the crease right before the show? I love it when breaking news happens right before the show. Better than right after, right? Yeah, it's the worst when it happens right like, What was it? was it? Oh, during the NCAA tournament, I think. It was, oh, yeah. Everything happened right after right the show. Right after the show. Or trades or no, are happening. Free agency, yes. Yeah, free was, agency as well. Trade deadlines at like 2 p.m. So everything happens yeah. at like noon or eh, really like 1 to 1.30 and, and at the end there. So I like it when breaking news happens right before the show gets going. Gives us extra things to talk about, which is always fun this time of year. Bison football with the announcement uh, that the Bison football team will travel to the Citadel for the 2025 season op- opener in Charleston, South Carolina. And then NDSU will host the Citadel at the Fargo Dome in 2027. So a home and away series. Uh, the announcement there from NDSU as they get uh, a couple of games with the Citadel, but they add a game to the 2025 schedule. The teams will meet in the 2025 season opener. August 30th will be the date uh, in Charleston, South Carolina at Johnson Haygood Stadium. NDSU uh, then will host the Citadel on September 18th, 2027 at the Fargo Dome. By the way, North Dakota State in that 2025 season will also play week two on the road. Uh, They'll be playing against Tennessee State in Nashville. So it'll be back-to-back road games there in 2025. The uh, first game of the season, the opener at the Citadel, and then week two against Tennessee State in Nashville will be the uh, first time the Bison have had back-to-back road games since 2014, and only the fourth time as the Division One program they've had back-to-back road games to open a season. I asked this question before the show got going to both of you, Kyle and Micah, 2014, who were the two teams the Bison played uh, to open the season, both on the road. First time they'd be doing that is 2025 since that 2014 season. Micah was very quick on his feet, and uh, Weber State, Iowa State, very quickly on uh, that one from Micah. There's actually four non-conference games that season as well, Incarnate Word and Montana, the other ones. Uh, but what do you remember from that uh, 2014 season with Iowa State and Weber State? Well, what, Mike, what Micah remembered was, and he was, you were right, we asked him and he knew right away, Iowa State, Weber State. I don't Weber think State, you were really quite listening either, I wasn't even listening. So. I was like, Iowa State, Weber State, wasn't that was my senior year. Competition. And then he's like, yeah, Weber State, I remember Carlton Littlejohn had a touchdown. And I was like, well, do you know why he had a touchdown? He's like, well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. He, he picked, picked up, up the ball. ball. <laughs> he scored. But, but why was the ball on the floor? He had no idea. Because the guy dropped it. Why? Because Kyle got the strip sack, okay? I don't even think Micah knew I played. Yep. Did you know I played at NDSU? Yeah, you're number like three, right? <laughs> yeah, three. There was a three in your number yeah, somewhere. Start. I yeah. think I think you had a three in one of your numbers. I have our honest- future crop of bison probably <laughs> yeah. here. I honestly forgot that those were back-to-back road games, though. Mm-hmm. Didn't really think about it. I mean, Iowa State, obviously not very far away, and it was an 11 a.m. game, and what I distinctly remember is being home and, like, I think I – Eight at the dining center that night because it was eleven yeah. a.m. game. By the time we got back, it was, was five, six o'clock. Back? I mean, yeah, we flew yeah. back six o'clock, probably seven o'clock. Dining center was still open. That's never the case for road games. Uh, and then Weber State, I again distinctly remember finding out before the game that basically, without saying it, they said it. If we win, uh, college game day was coming back. Mm-hmm. 
which they did the next week and at home against Incarnate. No World. one really talked about it. Kind of just, but everyone knew. Everyone was on their phone. I mean, you just you just see things, right? And everyone kind of knew. And then we we struggled with them a little bit, uh, but found a way to win. It. And then college game day was oh, with Weber State. You yeah, okay. Weber State. <laughs> You're saying Incarnate. I'm like, ah, no, 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 no. no <laughs> with Weber State, because it's like if we lose to Weber State, yeah. they weren't coming. True. So yep. it's one of the things we didn't really talk about. But So the first time having back-to-back road games to open up a season since 2014. That will be, again, the 2025 season, not this upcoming season for anyone that's maybe confused right now. Uh, this is 2025. Uh, two games announced, a home and away series, home and home contract, you could say, uh, with uh, the Citadel 2025 season opener, August 30th of 2025, and then back at home in the uh, 2027 season inside the Fargo Dome. NDSU's, uh, NDSU is scheduled to host St. Thomas in a non-conference game uh, in that 2025 season as well, but that is November 22nd during a bye. So that I think the reasoning for that, very much like what SDSU had this last year, remember, when they had a bye week last week of the regular season, and it was like, okay, bye week, then probably a first-round bye, and then play a game. You got three weeks off. Maybe didn't want that, and so you get the St. Thomas game there, November 22nd of 2025. The Bison have one remaining non-conference date in 2025, which is a 12-game calendar year for the FCS. So there is the update for you. Uh, Broke a little bit right before the uh, start of our show today. You got any thoughts on that, feel free to call, text, or email uh, us as well, but we'll definitely uh, be keeping you up to date on all the things happening there as NDSU announced a two-game home-and-home contract with the Citadel, which makes one person very happy. It makes a lot of people very happy, but one person in particular. That would be Mark in America, who I will I'll, I'll say it before you even have him on here because he's already called into the Epic Company's hotline. I guarantee you Mark in America is going to be at the game at the Citadel. I, guarantee. Yeah, I think that's a safe bet. I think it's a pretty safe bet out there. So, uh, Mark, will you be attending the game at the Citadel? Absolutely. Figured. And uh, Bison Nation, uh, you guys can make a, a week and a half trip out of it and work your way back up from Charleston through the Smoky Mountains over to Nashville. There's so much history uh, in Charleston, amazing food. Uh, the Citadel campus is hands down the most beautiful campus in the FCS. Every building matches. It looks like an old military academy, which it is. Um, they've done a great job with it. Um, thanks to Matt Larson, uh, he and I, I've pitched this one to him for a few years to get a uh, game down south uh, for the East Coast Bison fans and Southern Bison fans and alums. So thanks to him. And uh, He didn't just give you one, weekend. he gave you two, Mark. I mean, Citadel and then Tennessee State in Nashville, like your favorite city, right? Well, now nowadays living not too far from it. So there you go. Um, it's in it's in the backyard, and of course ETSU in twenty four, and they're going to add Murray State, which is only three and a half hours away to the conference schedule. This is this is great. Oh yeah, we're we're all excited down here already. Okay, give a and give our. Forward. Give our Bison fans, give Bison Nation a little bit of a glimpse. What's the tailgate setup going to look like down there? Like, what are we going to be doing before the game? Well, Charleston, probably uh, maybe some low country boil. Uh, Andy, your favorite free moonshine comes right from there. Okay. In Charleston, Firefly Creek. Um, Love it. Oatmeal cookie flavored. And, of course, uh, when it comes to Nashville, there's going to be a couple of nights of Turning Broadway green and gold. Perfect. I think leading up to it and after the game as well. Uh, it's going to be 
it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, one fair warning, it is going to be hot. It is going to be muggy down in Charleston yeah. at that time of year. It's brutal. End of August, early September for sure. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, looking forward to it, Mark. I know you are just uh, you got to be in like bison heaven right now. So this is great for great for everybody. I mean, it's not just great for you because uh, this is an area obviously you're from. You get to see a couple more games. So I think it is going to be you know destination game. And, and as you mentioned, you can make it a two week trip if you really want to from Charleston, South Carolina, over to Nashville, Tennessee, and kind of make a two week trip uh, trick uh, trek out of it. If I can get my words out correctly. Um, and uh, enjoy some bison football down there in the, the southern region of the country. So looking forward to it, and I know this has got to be cool for you, man. It is. It is. And uh, like I said, there's a lot of hits. There's a lot of uh, cool things in between Charleston and Nashville that Bison Nation can check out uh, in the week between, That uh, whether it's Biltmore uh, Estate, uh, Charlotte. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh. Great Smoky Mountains, Pigeon Forge. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they can meander their way back into back into Nashville and have a whole lot of fun and uh, check out an area of the country that maybe they haven't seen before. Mark in America, your tour guide for all things the Citadel and Tennessee State in Nashville. Mark, thanks for the call in today. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. There you go. He'll be our tour guide. We might just actually make – we should make tours with Mark in America. He could take you uh, all over the country and show you some pretty awesome places, but especially down there – around Nashville. I'm, I'm looking forward to that whole trip. I think it's going to be it's no secret on this show. I love this, the city of Nashville. We've made that very clear multiple times. Most I've been people there. do. Yeah, I've been there many times, or at least a couple of times. Uh, see if our good friends uh, Kendra and Krista from Tiger Lily Gold are down there. They're touring all over the place, so they might not be. Uh, but that is a great city. Lo- very much looking forward to that trip already. Again, Tennessee State. And then you add in Charleston, South Carolina, and the Citadel, which – is a beautiful campus from everything I've heard. Not, you know, had a chance to uh, to be there before, and you know, twenty twenty five will probably be the first opportunity for that. But that is a uh, phenomenal facility from everything I've heard, and and campus, and it's not just that. They're also a program that has had some success at the FCS ranks, and you know, first not you know very first time ever, but you know, you know, you got a program in there that obviously they're not a Valley school. They're not your typical non-conference. I think no, yeah. we've played Different. Eastern Washington a number of times. Those games are usually great, but Eastern Washington's been in there. you got some of the Montana schools. you got some different schools that maybe you've seen multiple times. Uh, the Citadel's not one of those, so you get a team from the Southern Conference. Uh, they've qualified for the FCS playoffs five times in program history, including in back-to-back second-round appearances in 2015 and 2016. I've uh, been a little bit up and down here, but uh, you add them to that schedule there in 2025 to go along with Tennessee State and, as we mentioned, uh, the game against St. Thomas. Uh, which is a non-conference game on November 22nd. Still one date open for that 2025 uh, non-conference season with a 12-game schedule that year at the uh, the FCS level. So that was the news before the show. Again, text in 701-476-1660. You can call us as well at that very same number on the Epic Companies hotline like Mark did, or you can email the Rick Electric email inbox, which is studio at bison1660.com. All those ways to interact with the show today and including our, our live stream of the show on our Facebook page via the horse cam. You can comment there as well. We'll get to all that stuff throughout the show. But the big news, NDSU signs a home-and-home contract with the Citadel for two football games, 2025 on the road in Charleston, South Carolina for the season opener, and then 2027 will be back up in, uh, in Fargo at the Fargo Dome September 18th of that 2027 season. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Plenty left to get to, including what happened last night 
uh, and uh, some other uh, topics as well. Uh, some great pieces, some great articles that have been written on uh, Cody Malk and the uh, NDSU recruiting class from the year 2027. We'll get to all that stuff and a whole bunch more when we come back here on the Insiders on Bison 1660. Always having a good time, but never letting it get out of hand. I approach you from the front and kind of like, wow, this dude's pretty serious. Then I walk away and you're like, he likes to party with two R's. You've got the insiders on Bison 1660. I think what makes Proceed win is we're different than the other companies in many ways with our programming, our simplicity, our non-corporate attitudes, and our personal relationship building. What Proceed is we bring back the old-fashioned seed buying experience. We're true seedsmen. We care about everything from the sale to the planting to, to following up afterwards. That's what we're all about is just trying to bring that experience back to a personal level. Need seed? Think Proceed. Proceed.net, great seed at a reasonable price. Hey, business owners, you have your banker, you have your insurance guy, but do you have your door guy? Now you do. DabTech Window Services also specializes in commercial door and window repair and replacement. DabTech is proud to be known for their excellent commercial services as on the NDSU campus. Choose the door and window experts that will deliver top-rated products as well as the experienced technicians that do it right the first time. A decade of service with a century of experience. Online at DabTechWindowServices.com. That's DabTechWindowServices.com. The kickoff to summer is coming. Happy Harry's Rib Fest. Outdoors at the Fargo Dome. Delicious ribs, cold drinks, and live music. Wednesday, June 7th, it's Parmalee. Thursday, June 8th, it's Jimmy Allen. Friday, June 9th, rock out with fuel. And Saturday, June 10th, party with Lynn. are just five bucks. Happy Harry's Rib Fest, June 7th through the 10th at the Fargo Dome. Harmony, Jimmy Allen, give you my best Fuel, and Lynn. See you soon at Happy Harry's Rib Fest. Thanks to Neutral Vodka Seltzer, Shiner Beers, High Noon, Twisted Tea, Dakota Magic Casino, Leaf Filter, ASN Constructors, and 1-800-GOT-JUMP. When it's time to find a realtor, word of mouth is important. And Todd Cattermist with Beyond Realty is a name Bison Nation says often. Todd has helped everyone from coaches and administrators to broadcasters and former players and their families buy homes in the FM area. So many in Bison Nation trust Todd to buy and sell their homes, and you can too. Call Todd Cattermist with Beyond Realty today or visit him at 483 to Amber Valley Parkway in Fargo. Todd is a proud partner and the preferred realtor of NDSU Athletics. Todd Kattermas with Beyond Realty. Moving the herd one home at a time. It's the second major of the year and that means another shot for you at a free month of golf from Golf Addiction. Win a free month on the simulators at Golf Addiction by playing along with our PGA Picks giveaway for the PGA Championship. Just go to our website, Bison1660.com and click on the PGA Picks banner graphic then fill out your top eight finishers for the PGA Championship before round one on May 18th. And if you win, you'll also be registered for a free golf bag at the end of the summer. Our PGA Picks giveaway brought to you all summer long by Golf Addiction. You're listening to your home for NDSU athletics. Bison Guess what I saw this morning on our uh, email inbox? 
I saw our first sign-up for the PGA Picks giveaway for the PGA Championship, not this weekend, but next weekend. But you can sign up right now for your chance to win a 30-day free pass to Golf Addiction on their simulator by playing along with our PGA Picks giveaway. Some people already signing up feeling very confident in their team. You just select eight players you think will finish in the top eight in any order. If you get the most right out of those top eight, you will win a free 30-day pass to Golf Addiction. And then you're also registered to win the free golf bag at the end of the summer. Our PGA Picks giveaway brought to you by Golf Addiction. I am using a 30-day pass right now at Golf Addiction, which I got during the Masters week and helping me dial in the clubs. And every time I say that, Kyle smirks a little bit little bit wider every time I say dial in the clubs. Dial in those Including garage sale clubs. Including the 64-degree wedge, which I turned over on that side and really got a flop. You got them off the a, from a... Uh, like I got that one for five bucks. A pawn shop or a you know, no. donation. Like I was walking around a thrift store one time and they had golf clubs for $5. Those, I was like, oh, these are Andy Rickoff This would be clubs. a good week to do it. Isn't this like a garage pickup week, basically? It already happened, actually, in my neighborhood. But yes, yeah. I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Anybody ever? Did you Have you ever done that? Absolutely. Ever to pick in college. Up? In yeah. college. I don't do it anymore. Okay. In college, I, I think we got a couch. I never a have, but there's some things I would do. No, we got a TV stand once. It was pretty nice. Okay. Yeah. Did you say a grill? I think a grill. No, maybe not That's a what grill. I'm looking for. If someone's got a good find on a grill out there, I'd, I'd be willing to, to snag one up. Why not? My current one doesn't work. I don't see the, the apartment rules. You can't really have like some of the big Traegers or anything like that, yeah. so I've I got to find a smaller grill, so I'd be, I'd be up for one if I can find something out there. Why not? I donated a lamp and a uh, some carpet. This year, there you go. On my gone, <laughs> like a no. I put it. Okay. I put it out way too late. It was gotcha. my fault. I have arguably the best find in Garbage Week history. Ooh, okay, it was on my parents' street, and I was longboarding down the street, and I was like, I was looking at everybody's garbage on their on their lawns, pick up stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then like I garbage, find what's the actual term for it? Isn't garbage it Week. Okay, I call it Garbage Week. Yeah. Some people call it Spring Clean Week. Yeah. Either way. I found, you know those stand-up heaters that people put inside the tailgate tents? I found one of those on the side of the street. It was just on its side. I was like, I wonder if this works. Obviously, it didn't have a propane propane tank tank inside of it. But I found the thing. I brought it back home. And then my dad said it still works. Okay, okay. And then we we used it. Wait, 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 wait. So you picked it up and brought it home at that moment? Yes, with my longboard. On a longboard. So this is Micah Bendy just longboarding down a sidewalk, some residential neighborhood, with a giant stand-up heater that you're carrying. Yes. I wanted to see that. That would. I want to see that, and I would argue. That, that's a good find. It's a good find. The greatest find in history of What else are you going to find? And it works. And my dad made it adjustable, so it can adjust the height now. That's height, pretty good. Height, height or height? Height. Height? Height? Height. Height. For sure. His height. Um, if you have a better Cut find. Mike off. Mike, you turn your a, own microphone He off. also says athlete all the time, which drives me. And, and cardinals. Um, but if you have a better find, that's that's a good one. That is a very good one. Solid. That's a solid one, for sure. He claims best ever. I so add it to the list. He's an expert trash point. finder on the sidewalk for sidewalk sale week or spring cleaning week. Add that to the list of things he's great at. If someone's got a better find on the uh, the, the curb, then Mike Bendy with the stand-up heater, text them to us, 701-476-1660. Tweet at us, at Bison1660. Send us a picture of what you got. I will take those uh, those stories today on the show. And all week long, if you got a better find, then uh, let us know and see if someone can top 
the stand-up heater. Me and Kyle will be the judges of if it's better than the uh, the heater. And it worked. There was no mechanical stuff that had to be done on it. Just no, no blemishes, nothing. Just, just attach the the top uh, lamp. Are you still thing. using it. Yes. Okay. Yep. It's part of our our tailgate. Uh, oh, okay. Equipment. Well, the fact That's that you're still find. using it definitely bumps bumps it up. Bumps a little the bit. value. This is back when I was in high school, 100%. by the way. So we've had Pretty it for fun. at least seven years. That's how many years you were in high school as well. Oddly enough. A lot of people <laughs> go to school for seven years. That's <laughs> how long I was in second grade. Um, but uh, a fun doctor. show here ahead for you. We do have some guests. We haven't really mentioned the lineup yet. Uh, but a really good lineup for you today. we got a couple of uh, great guests we'll have on. It's a Tuesday, which means we're talking Missouri Valley football here in just a little bit. Uh, Joel Wetzel writes for the uh, Tribune, Tribune Chronicle out in uh, Youngstown, Ohio, covering the Youngstown State Penguins. will be a first-time guest on the program uh, but he covers them uh, extremely well, was uh, kind of connected with Joel and was able to get him lined up for the show today because Youngstown State's a team I think we're all intrigued about that I think we have some sort of expectations for. They were just barely on the outside looking in of the playoffs last year in many people's opinions, and they are a team you could predict to maybe make the playoffs that didn't from a year ago, but then you remember they're losing their best player in Jaleel McLaughlin. How do you go about replacing him, and uh, is that doable uh, basically, in a season, do they have a, a plan to do that, or some? You know, are they going to pass the ball more? Are they going to have more uh, tricks offensively than the main trick they had last year in running the football? Uh, that's going to be a question for him coming up here in about five minutes. Also at noon, we mentioned yesterday the new contract for uh, Chris Kleiman, former he- former head coach here at NDSU. Obviously, a new deal down there in Kansas State that will keep him uh, a Wildcat through twenty thirty. Uh, I'm guessing as long as he does. I got to ask the same question again today by people out and about. What's think, that? Do you think Chris Chris Kleiman is going to take a job somewhere else? He's having success. He's going to go somewhere else. I don't think so. Makes it, this, I mean, it this makes contract sense. makes it harder for yeah, other teams. This contract to come makes now, it harder. To... But I think it's a perfect situation. I don't think there's ever a reason to move. If, if, that's if I was him. Now I don't Correct. have any inside information. I'm not trying to be inside of it, his mind and what he's thinking. But I think it's a perfect spot. But we'll ask uh, Wyatt uh, coming up here at noon what he thinks of that uh, situation. Obviously, Chris has done a. A great job down there, getting a new contract with Kansas State. So we'll have the uh, radio voice of K-State, Wyatt Thompson, on at noon. And then hoping to be connected as well, 1230, uh, with the latest Bison football commit, Peter Haugo as well, out of uh, Fargo North, played his high school football basketball games in the shadow of the Fargo Dome. I mean, you could see it from North High. It can be half mile or so uh, from his high school campus over to his collegiate campus, and he will be. Uh, he is the next commit for NDSU. Uh, I'm guessing it's something. I think safety had been mentioned for him. Obviously, he was a great running back and linebacker in high school as well. Uh, but hopefully, have him on a little bit later on in hour number two as well. Has some school things he's got to attend to. If not, we'll have him on for sure tomorrow. But that's the lineup for you. And also a couple other things to touch on throughout the show. The NFL schedule release is coming up on Thursday. Uh, Adam Schefter let us know early a couple of uh, the changes that are coming to the NFL schedule this week. So I'll throw those by you guys and see if we are a yay or nay on the uh, schedule changes for the NFL and a couple other things to touch on throughout the show. But if you have a better find in Garbage Week than Micah Bendy's heater, we want to hear from you right now. That's kind of the most pressing thing on the show at the moment. It is, yeah. yeah. I was trying to think what I got in college. I think we got a couch. It was kind of disgusting. I'll be honest. It wasn't. It wasn't a great find. We used it. I think we used it for like a month, and we're like, "This thing's gross." Would a put it back outside? Like working and fully operational grill, Trump. I heater. I would say yes. It's now my goal this week. I'm not going to rest until I find something that trumps 
the uh, the heater from Micah Bindi. Me personally. I was thinking when he said that though, I mean, maybe it's just a letdown because typical Micah, he built it up way too much. Like this is the greatest find yeah. ever, and he's like, I was heater. thinking he found a car. I, I thought he found like a functional working moped or something. Like that's cool. He yeah. drove it home, put his longboard on the back, and drove it home. But no, it's just a heater. So it's like, yeah, it's a good find. Just a heater, <laughs> and he's carrying the best part is he's carrying the heater down this road. I would love on a long video board. Of that. that would have been a great video to see if he tried to stop carrying that thing. Uh, we'll take a break, though. We'll come back. Missouri Valley Mix on the other side, talking some Youngstown State Penguins and finding out the latest out there in Ohio. That's next when we come back here on a Tuesday on The Insiders. You're home for the thundering herd. Hey, you got any left-handed football? Bison 1660. If there's one thing I know about farmers, it's that they are resilient. This is Scott Zalondek with Cornerstone Bank. Farmers are known to rise to ever-changing challenges, whether it be higher land prices and rent costs, risk management, or diversification. Cornerstone Bank offers an experienced team that you can turn to. If you're looking to save, borrow, or spend, Cornerstone Bank will find the best financial options for business, ag operations, and your personal needs. Come see us at Cornerstone Bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Gateway Chevrolet's lot is loaded with new Chevy Silverados. Check out the new Silverados that are more versatile, more powerful, and the best-looking truck with more technology and safety benefits than any other truck in the market. Plus, find out about 0% financing on Chevy Silverados. Or if you're thinking about a new SUV, think about a new Chevy Equinox for a safe, reliable, and affordable all-wheel drive SUV with 1.9% financing. Take a test drive today at Gateway Chevrolet. Find new roads. Details GatewayFargo.com. Hey, Bison Nation, did you know that NDSU Tea Makers has seven different golf tournaments throughout the summer? You can sign up your team today and enjoy a fun-filled day where you'll hang out with NDSU head coaches, administrators, and other Bison fans. All proceeds will benefit NDSU student-athlete scholarships. Your registration includes a player gift, food, beverages, and much more. Go to GoBison.com or call 231-6172 to register your team today. Attention all North Dakota veterans. In a partnership with the Veterans Service Office, Healing Hyperbarics is proud to announce all North Dakota veterans can receive hyperbaric treatments at no cost to them. Whether you're treating for post-traumatic stress disorder, post-COVID long haul, or chronic pain, or others, Healing Hyperbarics is your one-stop shop for total body wellness. Inquire with your Veterans Service Office for more information on this grant or find us at HealingHyperbarics.com. That HealingHyperbarics.com. It's Chris Hansen, and for years we have trusted the experts at Rick Electric. Since 1964, Rick Electric has been the go-to for residential, commercial, and industrial. And right now is a great time to consider having a Generac whole home generator installed. If the power goes out, you'll barely notice because of an automatic seamless transition. For work in Fargo-Moorhead, Hawley, Horace, Glendon, Dilworth, Kindred, and everywhere in between, it's Rick Electric at rickelectric.com. Valley Alignment and Auto Repair has been FM's go-to auto and diesel repair shop since 1978. Valley has you covered from brakes and batteries to full engine service for gasoline and diesel engines from their auto and master heavy truck ASC certified technicians. Valley gets you on the road with the confidence and peace of mind you deserve. For fast, reliable service at the best price for your vehicle or fleet, visit Valley Alignment and Auto Repair online or call 218-233-6208 today. 
He played professional football, and the other guy obsesses over his fantasy football team. Every year I set this league up. Every year, and I never win. This was the year. It's Kyle Emanuel and Andy Rickoff, the insiders on Bison 1660. 11.32 on the program here. Talker Tuesday and plenty to talk about. Lakers get the win last night. How about Jimmy Butler and the Heat get the win last night? They are a win away from the Eastern Conference Finals as an eight seed beating the Knicks. And the only reason they beat them was because it's humid outside in Miami. At least that's the, the case if you believe a certain talking head uh, about the NBA. So we'll get into that a little bit later on. Some uh, Some audio to play for you for sure. NBA halftime and pregame and postgame shows are really entertaining, especially NBA on, on TNT. Those guys are hilarious, Charles and Shaq and Kenny and the, the crew, but everybody that uh, covers it usually has some hot takes, and most of the time they don't really make a lot of sense, but makes for fun segments for our show at the very least. Another thing that's great uh, every week, a great segment for us, is the Missouri Valley Mix. The Missouri Valley Mix. And this week on the Missouri Valley Mix, brought to you by Todd Catermas with Beyond Realty, as we do this every week, checking in with teams across the valley, is the Youngstown State Penguins, and a first-time guest on the program gets the gong, Joel Wetzel, nice enough to join us, a reporter for Youngstown State, gets the gong right there, and nice enough to join us via the Epic Company's hotline. Uh, Joel, great to have you on. How are things out there in Ohio as you uh, get ready, uh, read of spring ball and you're past that and you're getting ready for the offseason here? Uh, things are great. We finally got rid of like three weeks of rain and the sun's finally peeking out. I didn't know if we'd ever see it again. So uh, things, things are trending up here in Youngstown. There you go. Uh, Joel Wetzel, for those wondering, covering Youngstown State uh, for the Vindicator and uh, Tribune Chronicle as well, and uh, covering Youngstown State football out there. Joel, the reason we're having you on is obviously to talk about Youngstown State, but I think for all of us here at least, and other people we've had on the show as well, when you ask them who's a team that didn't make the playoffs that you think could be on the rise and maybe make the playoffs this next year, a lot of them mention, well, Youngstown might be a team that, you know, they were just on the outside, maybe a win away from being a playoff team last year. Kind of like the direction the program's going, and I agree with them. But then I also think, man, they're losing Jaleel McLaughlin, and that guy was like 80% of the offense for a lot of the games last season. Uh, he's gone, so the first question's got to be, how do you try and replace what Jaleel McLaughlin was able to do at Youngstown the last couple of years? Yeah, I think uh, more than anything, you probably don't expect anybody in that running back room to replicate who Jaleel was. I mean, like you said, he was just so electric you know, could bust off an 85-yarder at any point. Uh, I think this year you're going to see more of that traditional between the tackles, you know, four to five yards a pop, uh, but they feature a lot of depth. I think that's what they're excited about. Uh, Dre Rushton, he's a local kid, um, is the heir apparent right now, and I, I think from there there's a lot of younger guys looking to cut their teeth and, and show what they can do. When we when – we obviously – Jaleel McLaughlin is going to be the focal point when you know we're thinking about Youngstown State and the guys that are gone. But I'm looking through this roster, I'm like there's a lot of guys back. You know, one that couple that stand out to me: Bryce Oliver, Dylan Woodkey, Mitch Davidson, the quarterback, is back. Talk about some of the talent that they do have coming back, even though McLaughlin is gone. Yeah, I'll, I'll start with the offense. I think what you may see this fall is kind of a shift in identity. I don't think they'll totally abandon the run, but with so much of your passing game. 
uh, uh, back this year and, and with a full offseason as QB1 for Mitch Davidson. I think they'll be a lot more comfortable kind of airing it out and slinging the ball uh, to, to kind of set things up for the run to open up. And then defensively, like you said, Dylan Woodkey was kind of the key focal point of a dramatic step forward for that front seven. I think they ranked in top half of the Missouri Valley in nearly every statistical category, and that was after a really tough fall of 21. So they're definitely excited. I think they have nine guys back on each side of the ball. And When you bring that kind of depth and talent back, you've got to like your chances. Yeah, Dylan Woodkey, I mean, second team on conference. He was a a beast up there on that defensive line for uh, the Penguins last season. I'll ask you the question we've asked other people. Do you think Youngstown State will be a playoff team this upcoming season? With uh, Obviously, you lose your Lee McLaughlin, but do you have some pieces back? I like the way Doug Phillips has, has built the program here so far, so what do you think there? I think they are going to be right in that mix again. Um, I think within a game of seven or seven and four, excuse me, either way, um, but, yeah, I think ultimately they do get in this year. Did you get a sense during spring ball, like, was the fact that they missed the playoffs, because I, I think you could, as Andy mentioned, you could have made the argument that they should have been in. Is that a motivation for this team, or is it just, you know, kind of clean slate, let's move on, it happened, but we, we didn't make it in, it happened, let's move on? I think kind of a mix of both, right? Like, that they're motivated by it. Kind of the, the spring mantra the coaches have tweeted and you've heard, around the field is leave no doubt you know they don't want to leave anything on the table this year as, as they prepare for the fall and and take it out of the committee's hands entirely and say you will put us in so uh it, it motivates them but i also don't think they're going to dwell on it too much because there's nothing you can do now but accept it own it and move forward and joel wetzel here covering youngstown state you can find him on twitter uh, at Joel Wetzel, J-O-E-L-W-H-E-T-Z-E-L, uh, on the last name there, covering Youngstown State, uh, our good guest here for the Missouri Valley Mix. Uh, and Youngstown State, so you guys mentioned uh, already uh, you know, some key players back, obviously Davidson, Bryce Oliver. I do think, like you said, there'll be much more of a uh, attention on the passing game this upcoming year for them. What have you seen in Davidson? Because he wasn't the starter at the beginning of last season, but he was the starter at the end. I think it was actually really the NDSU game where things kind of flipped there and then became the start of the rest of that season. Uh, so what have you seen in his play, and how has he taken some big strides here over the spring? Yeah, you know, I think the, the big thing with Mitch was how much his accuracy improved from his predecessor, and, and that kind of opened up the pass game more for Youngstown State, and then that takes some pressure, took some pressure off of Jaleel. Uh, this spring, he was kind of in that end-of-season form, you know, big plays. He had a, some really nice passes in the spring game. Uh, and like you said, with Bryce Oliver back, uh, you, you've got to like what the passing game can, can do. What have you seen uh, in the last couple of years? Because I really like Doug Phillips as a head coach. I like, you know, I've seen some of his press conferences. I like what he says. I like his messages to the team and, and the community. What have you seen since he took over as head coach and the progress that he's built? And, you know, does it feel like now we're kind of coming to that point where, okay, now it's time to really take this program to that next level? Yeah, when I took over the YSU beat, the, the message was we're a developmental program. You know, we, we need a full off season. We need to get bigger, stronger, tougher up front, and, and kind of play that that tough brand of football. I think now you're you're seeing that development is starting to come to the forefront, where 
a lot of these guys were starting a year, two years ago as underclassmen, and now you're seeing the fruits of that labor starting to really pay off here. Um, and, and I think last season was the first indication that they are moving in the right direction in that development. Now the question is, hey, can we, can we take that next step? Does the development take us all the way into the playoffs now? Last question for me for you, Joel. You've got a roster in today's era of college football. It's always changing. You know, every single offseason, it seems like not only is there a new freshman class that comes in, there's also, you know, a whole class of basically just transfers in and out of the program. Uh, what does the additions via the transfer portal or the, the losses to the transfer portal look like for Youngstown over the last couple of months? Yeah, the portal hasn't been especially active for YSU in either direction. I mean, they have lost a few underclassmen guys that weren't seeing the field but they haven't lost anybody too major i mean the, the biggest name i can think of is Demetri crenshaw the quarterback who was benched up in fargo last season but so far they haven't lost a ton and they really haven't pulled in a ton other than a division two tailback that's kind of more of that scat back role you saw jaleel fill last question for me joel when you look at the you know, look at the schedule. Obviously, oh, well, a couple things stand out. One is no, no North Dakota State, but two, got a game against Ohio State. Now, I don't believe I believe they've played them before. Correct me if I'm wrong, but how excited are are the players and just the community in general to get to play a team like Ohio State? They have played Ohio State before, but it's been at, at least ten years. But there's certain certainly some some real excitement there. I mean, most fans around here are Penguins and Buckeyes fans since they rarely cross paths, but I, I think that's going to be a, a great uh, thing for YSU, a great opportunity though, certainly a, an uphill battle too. Good luck to whoever's calling that game as well, telling the uh, uniforms apart because uh, the colors for Youngstown State and Ohio State are fairly similar out there, but I do think they're a good team, and I think they're going to be a team to watch out for this year in the Valley, if, especially if they can find a way to replace uh, the production that Jaleel McLaughlin gave them on the ground. Uh, Joel Wetzel covers YSU for the Tribune Chronicle and the Vindicator. Joel, appreciate your time. We'll, we'll have to do this again as the season, uh, season gets a little bit closer. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. There you go. Joel Wetzel, nice time to stop by the Epic Company's hotline with us. Go over uh, the, at the YSU program. Definitely one I, you know, I could see them being the playoff team. I think Joel put it a good way. Seven and four, one game either side of it. Maybe you get to eight and three if things go really well. Maybe you end up six and five if you drop a game you shouldn't, and probably right on that bubble again probably. to be a playoff team if you got that record. Well, you look. We can run through their their schedule quickly. I mean, right? so they have Ohio State, but then yep. you got Valparaiso and Robert Morris. So yeah, Valparaiso gotta, start things off. So yep. You got to assume they can probably take at least two of three in the non-conference. As I mentioned, there is no North Dakota State. You get South Oops. Dakota State at home. You do have to go to Northern Iowa. I mean, it's a Valley schedule, right? It's right. it's hard to predict, especially at this time in the year. It's hard to predict. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they're sitting right there with seven, eight wins. And I think it would be – I know Julia McLaughlin's not there, but as we just met, Bryce Oliver's a very good player. To me, from the outside looking in, not being inside of that program, if I'm an offensive coordinator, I'm saying, let's, let's focus on this guy. We've got a quarterback that's coming back, played in 11 games, started seven last year, started starting after that NDSU game, as Joel just mentioned. Let's let's see what we got there, and I think Dre Rushton's a decent running back as well. He played a little bit a, yep. a year ago. I think no, you can't be Jaleel McLaughlin, but can he kind of fill that void a little bit? Can you lessen the hurt a little bit of of losing you know one of the best running backs statistically in NCAA history? I think he can, and then I, I some of that weight's going to go on Davidson. 
for it's sure. It's going to have to be more of the passing game. This and year. I think Woodkey is a really good, he's really good, really good defensive end as well. So you got some pieces. Youngstown always has talent, and and that's why I like what you've seen from Doug Phillips. I think without looking at record year by year, I feel like they've just kind of steadily gotten a little bit better, a little bit more consistent. And now it just seems like to me this year some things align for them a little bit. Like looking back at the stats from that game last season here uh, in Fargo, NDSU, and Youngstown State, the numbers don't look really any different. I mean, Demetra Crenshaw was 5 of 10 for 34 yards, no touchdowns, one pick. Davidson was just 6 of 10, one more completion on the same amount of attempts. Now it was for 87 yards, a touchdown, and no interceptions. I remember like him coming into the game and thinking, the offense just seems crisper. It just yeah. it moves. Yes, it I don't know if he's getting them in different spots. Maybe it's just confidence in the huddle breaking the I don't know what it was but it seemed like more of an air of confidence maybe the team believed in him a little bit more and definitely threw a tighter spiral definitely yeah and it just seemed more like okay now the passing game is a real threat even Mm -hmm. if like you said the numbers are similar but Crenshaw was a runner it just seemed like Crenshaw would it would just it was just so it was clunky you know if that makes sense it just Mm -hmm. it was there was no flow there was no rhythm like as you there's no confidence and Crenshaw was known for more of his running he only had three carries for two yards just didn't have a lot yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Whereas and, Davidson had four for 20. Which is why he ended up, and he, I believe he went five and two in the games mm-hmm. that he started. And Jaleel McLaughlin, 17 carries, 151 yards in that game. It was great. No one in the Valley is going to be sad knew, that he's gone. Yeah, even though you knew he was getting the ball, you couldn't slow yeah, him down. It was, it was just crazy. I think their season, as you said, go through the schedule, probably two and one through the non-conference season. Lost at Ohio State, hopefully a win against Valparaiso and Robert Morris. At UNI is a tough one to start. I think the season for them is going to be pivotal early. In conference for play sure. Northern at Iowa, Northern Southern. Iowa and home against Southern. Those are two teams as well. We've seen over the last couple of years where those two teams finished right on the bubble, either in or out. And last year it was out for both of them. If you can split there. Now, if you sweep both of those and you start four and one, then sound the alarms like things could be going really, really well out in Youngstown, Ohio. Uh, but if you split there, I think you're really good. Got to go to South Dakota. Now, never easy in the, 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 the dome down there in Vermilion. Dakota Dome. Dakota Dome. I believe is what it's called. Correct. Um, you know, they're also a team like some weeks USD is really good. And some weeks you're like, how did, what happened? Like, you just don't know. Um, then Illinois state, that one's, you know, Illinois state's getting better. I think it's winnable though. Missouri state. I don't expect great things from them in year one with a coach, a new coach there. Uh, Indiana state, I think is very winnable. Tough at the end with South Dakota state coming into town, but you get to go at Murray state at the end. So if you need a win in the final week of the regular season, that sets up well for him. But I think that two game stretch of you and I in Southern Illinois is going to be a, a pretty pivotal one. You can't go. zero and two to start Valley play. hundred percent. Yeah. So then you're sitting, if you go zero and two there and you got two, so you're sitting at two and three. Now you're, you're in a dog fight. You can mm-hmm. lose maybe one more. You and know? that puts pressure. Like you have to win at USD. You have to win at home against Illinois state. You have to win versus Indiana state. You have to win versus Missouri state then. Yeah. You'd have to win those. And you just got to assume. Well, assume you're probably going to lose against SDSU. Assume, assume, not that they can't, but assume that they're going to lose to SDSU. So, yeah, you got, at worst, I think you got to go You got to go two and three in the non-conference, and you got to at least split those. Because if you lose against Ohio State, then if, if you lose Southern Illinois and UNI, and we're assuming a loss against SDSU, well, there's four losses. So you can't have another one. Otherwise, if, and a fifth loss, I don't think you're getting in with, with five losses this year. Yeah, it would it'd be tough. I mean, it just depends tough. how the Even out of the valley. Fall, Weren't they seven and four a year ago and didn't get in? I believe so. So, so you, seven's kind of the the number that mm-hmm. you got to at least get to. Eight, you're to in be in for the sure. conversation. They Eight, were seven and four, sure. five and three in conference yeah. last year. So, not having NDSU is that's favorable. That's, that helps you a little bit. And having SDSU at your place also helps. When you got the two toughest teams in the conference, you would assume going into the season, one you don't play, the other one you get at home. Uh, that's favorable, uh, but definitely some tough games there. Some pivotal games, I'd say, early on in conference play for. 
the Penguins. Our Missouri Valley Mix brought to you each and every week by Todd Cattermas with Beyond Realty. Todd Cattermas is a proud partner and the preferred realtor of NDSU Athletics. Give Todd a call today at 701-371-4234 or visit him at 4832 Amber Valley Parkway in Fargo. Todd Cattermas with Beyond Realty, moving the herd one home at a time. We'll take a break. We'll come back and wrap up hour number one. Somebody said something that had us going what you can't be serious earlier this morning we'll tell you what that was when we come back next champions play here this man was a bona fide scrub he can't play no disrespect whatsoever but i'm sorry to call tell everybody the truth he has small hands he can't catch the ball you're home for the thundering herd Bison 1660. We all know life gets busy running from one event to the next. Stay safe and on schedule with Aggressive Towing and Recovery. Hi, I'm Kelsey Lomstall, owner of Aggressive Towing, a family-owned company that has been serving the Red River Valley for over 13 years. When life gets busy and you're running from school events to sporting events and everything in between, we are a name you can trust. Need a tow? There's just one name you need to know. Aggressive Towing and Recovery online at aggressivetoe.com. Jeremy here at Horse and Mapleton. Did you know that Horse manufactures premier planting, seeding, and tillage solutions right here in the FM area? We are proud to be a family-owned business based out of Germany and would love for you to join our team right here in Mapleton. We offer competitive pay, full benefits, and paid family time from Christmas to New Year's. Please visit horse.com to view our current openings. Do you love problem solving and working with your hands? If so, Campbell Properties is looking for you. Campbell Properties is a Fargo-based real estate investment and property management company, and they currently have openings in their maintenance department. These are full-time positions that come with an attractive benefits package, which includes health insurance, 401k, a monthly rental discount, quarterly incentives, vehicle allowance, and advancement opportunities. Starting pay, $25 per hour. Apply today. Call 701-364-4100 or email info at campbellprop.com. Therrelson Ethanol in Castleton, North Dakota, is currently seeking applications for a process operator. As a process operator, you will work on a rotating schedule of four days on, four days off, with both day and night shifts available. To be considered for this position, applicants should possess a general understanding of process and operating procedures and a willingness to learn procedures specific to the ethanol industry. At Therrelson Ethanol, we provide on-the-job training, competitive compensation, and an excellent benefits program to our employees. Send a resume to hr at therrelsonethanol.com. Are you in the market for a new vehicle? Corwin Auto has you covered. Corwin Auto has over 800 new vehicles available and more arriving daily. New vehicle inventory from the brands you love. Honda, Toyota, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. New cars, trucks, and SUVs. Some with incentives as low as 0.9% financing and dealer rebates. You'll be able to get behind the wheel for less. Shop the largest selection of new vehicle inventory in the area. Now, only at Corwin Auto. Visit us online at CorwinAuto.com. At Batteries Plus, we power family road trips. We power bedtime stories. We power our local hospitals. We power connections with friends. We do more than replace batteries and fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. How powerful is that? Visit Batteries Plus for free auto battery testing and free installation, too, at most locations. See BatteriesPlus.com for details. Hey, Bison Nation, this is NDSU quarterback Cam Miller. This one is a keeper by Miller, left side, touchdown! And you're listening to The Insiders on Bison 1660. 
forward to seeing what uh, old Cam Miller does this upcoming season. Saw some good strides in spring ball. And we took that trip down to uh, Florida with Zach Mathis and Braylon Henderson over spring break to get more reps in. Probably doing something like that over this uh, quote-unquote off-season period as well. Definitely a better leader and uh, hoping for big things this year out of Cam Miller. Welcome back to the Insiders. Andy, Kyle, and Micah, gang's all here with you. Um, these shows are fun because, just like our show, like we say dumb stuff every once in a while. We have, I we just have, did yesterday. I have, said the, there's no yeah. way the Lakers win. Yeah, we make, we make predictions. We got the prediction board back Bad there. Takes all over. My predictions don't always happen correctly. Um, don't always? Or yeah, very rare. I mean, like my foolproof mock draft, that was great. I had like nine picks right. It was good. Yeah. Uh, basi- basically, right. I mean, three perfectly right, and like four or five others. That that was basically right. like Joey Porter going to the Steelers. I had that one just in a different pick. That one counts. That would be incorrect. No, that one counts. It's, it's close enough. Um, but we make some bad predictions every once in a while, and that's what most of these shows do. Like we create conversation, right? And we get people calling in and, and saying like, "No, the 2018 team was better," or "The 2013 team was better." And you make you know conversation. Sometimes there's hot topics. Well, um. Mike Greenberg, Mike and Mike in the morning, he is, he's had some, I wouldn't call them predictions, but he's had some hot hot takes uh, over the last couple of days. We are discussing this one earlier. Um, first off, let's, let's go with the weather one because Mike Greenberg, as most people probably know of ESPN fame, is a big-time New York sports fan, the Jets. He's all about the Jets right now because they have Aaron Rodgers and he thinks they're going to win the Super Bowl. Highly doubt it. And uh, also a New York Knicks fan. And the Knicks have made it to the second round, and that is the first time in a long time that the Knicks have made it past the first round of the NBA playoffs. They are now down, though, three games to one to the Miami Heat. Uh, Here would be why Mike Greenberg thinks that has happened to the old New York Knicks. Particularly from Jalen, was how hard it is to go down to Miami and play this time of year. And I know people will immediately associate that with the nightlife and all that. But according to Jalen, there's more than that. There's also just the reality of the temperature change, the heat, the geography, being down there for three days, it sort of saps a little bit of your energy and your strength. We talk about that primarily in football. I know this is an indoor sport, but I mean, the Knicks, whatever it is, Jimmy Butler is just has, has just destroyed them. Jimmy Butler has destroyed them because he's that is Jimmy, Jimmy Butler uh, did the same thing to the Bucks. It has nothing to do with the temperature outside in Miami when you're inside a climate controlled and well air conditioned arena. <laughs> just a, and he's not the only person that said it. Other people have said it, well, too. Well, he said it Jaylen because Jalen Rose said it. And so here's my playing devil's advocate a little bit. He's hearing this from a guy who played in the NBA, so I, he's got to trust it a little bit. But yeah. I'm where is Jalen Rose coming up with this? You're playing no. in an air-conditioned arena. No. And are you spe- Okay, the only way that this is true is are you spending all day out on the beach in the sun? That's your own zapping fault. Your energy? If that's the case, that's your own fault. He also brought up the nightlife. If you're going out at that's night to also the clubs in Miami, that's, that's the in issue. in terms of yes. the actual weather when it comes to the game, as long as you're doing everything right during the day, how on earth does that make any sense to me? Yeah, you're indoors. You're indoors. It's And he even said it right there. No, I know this is an indoor sport. Exactly. It's an indoor sport. This isn't then soccer. This isn't yeah. football. This Even you know, baseball, like you could go with – this is basketball. When have we mm-hmm. ever talked about the weather when it comes to basketball? Maybe travel. You could come up with travel, but you're not for the Knicks. I mean, you're just going straight south. I yep. mean, it's not same that Same time far. zone. Same time zone, same everything. No body clock issues. This is uh, this is an interesting take. I think I still think this take is better than the one we're about to say. Yeah, that one probably was because the other take from Mike Greenberg, uh, the L.A. Lakers won last night, as we already said, 
you know, Kyle Emanuel said there's no no chance. No chance. Golden Zero State chance. Zero chance. Well, you should not listen to me if you're betting. Probably gonna be Warriors by 50. And instead, the uh, the L.A. Lakers win that one. Anthony Davis has a good game in back-to-back games. Which how could you have known that was gonna happen? I, he hadn't you can't shown predict that, that. You Really can't. Um, and someone named Lonnie Walker the fourth. Yeah. Couldn't predict he was going to have him go? 15 points in the fourth quarter alone. I don't even think I know who that guy was. He wasn't was. even in the rotation, uh, basically, uh, before the last couple of games. And all of a sudden, he's back in there. And it's a great story. We'll play some sound from him later in the show as well. Um, but the Lakers are up three games to one, which is a huge advantage, right? you got to win one of the next three games to advance. Uh, two of them could be in Golden State, including the next one, which will be uh, game number five in Golden State later this week. Mike Greenberg thinks the Lakers should do something very specific about game number five. This would be what he thinks they should do. On game five and said, we're going to beat these guys in our building in game six. It's like in baseball where you don't have to, you don't, you save your pitcher for the one game you need to win. You don't have to win five games in a best of seven. You only have to win four. Again, I don't want to sidetrack the conversation. Well, sure I do. I'll sidetrack <laughs> the conversation. They're not winning game five under any, the, the Warriors are the hearts of a champion going home with their backs to the wall. The Warriors are winning game five no matter what happens. So his take, and he's, he got cut off a little bit there. His take is that the Lakers should rest LeBron, rest AD, D'Angelo Russell, probably Lonnie Walker after the way he performed last night. Maybe the coach. Dennis Schroeder. Darvin Ham shouldn't make the trip, yeah. basically. Leave him home. Let him game plan for six. Yeah. The, game six. The, the take was you should just rest all your players and get them ready for game six because you don't really need game five, and the Warriors do. There's no chance the Warriors are going to lose game number five when their backs are against the wall. So I would just forfeit the game. That was that was the Greenberg take on that one. This is a, it's a hot take, I'd say. I don't even know if it's a hot take. It's one of the worst takes I've ever heard. Yeah, it's up there. Um, has this ever happened before in the history of the NBA, by the way? I don't think so. First of all, you're talking about a team, a, a championship-caliber team with Steph Curry, with Klay Thompson, with Draymond Green that's been there, done that before. And you're willing to just give up a game. And again, we were talking about this before the show. It's like, okay, well, let's just say they did do this. And you you mentioned this too. You now put all your eggs into the basket of game six. Mm-hmm. We have to win game. So now instead of having this like three-game advantage, what it feels like now, you basically have one. Because game seven in Golden State, if it got to that, that's not something you want. You do not want to be going to back me, to Golden State. Game, game five or game six, we, we were making fun of must wins yesterday. One of the, these are must wins. You do not want to go to Game Seven in Golden State with with that team on the road. They've been way better at home. You don't want that game, so you have to win five or six, in my opinion. So why on earth would you just give up? Exactly. one Exactly. You don't give up an opportunity to win. You just don't. It's just stupid. And he would, if he was a coach, he'd be fired for the take. You would be fired unless. I guess if you won game six or seven, I guess you might be fine. But but if you lost the series and you benched everyone and you said we're just going to rest here for game five. The Lakers have already won there in Golden State. And I get Absolutely. what he's saying. Look, I said it yesterday. Like, oh, there's no way that the Lakers are, are winning this game. I think, you know, Anthony Davis is going to have a bad one. And he might be very well correct. There might be very, a, a small chance that the Lakers actually find a way to win game five. But you're just not even going to try? You're not even going to compete? You're just yeah. going to say, we're going to give you this it's one? It's also a way, when your team's playing as well as they are right now, you do that, it kind of gets you out of your right. groove a little yeah. bit. We've seen that, right, at the end of regular seasons. The team's playing phenomenal. Like, oh, should we rest, guys, or should we keep playing? It's the, the rust versus rest conversation. But, no, you do not you do not throw a playoff game. If that Never. were to happen, man, there would be a serious uproar. And that was just an extremely dumb take. That's all I can say about the, that take of just resting a guy and saying, we'll just put all of our eggs in game six, as we both have said now. You do not want 
to have to go back to Golden State for a Game 7, and that puts a lot of pressure on Game number 6. Uh, a couple of takes that made us go, huh? Scratch you, your head a little bit. Serious? Little that, bit. I thought you were supposed to know what you're talking about there, but that's what makes these shows great. Make conversation about random stuff. Now like the that. Golden State's probably going to blow them out by 40. And, and we're Golden gonna, State probably <laughs> will win they, Game they 5. But you they still just don't give it up. Yeah, but you don't give it up. Now, if you're down by 30 in the fourth yeah, quarter, take I'd probably out. rest him out I would in the too. fourth quarter at that But you're going to give it a ch- It's It's basketball. You just never know. Steph might have a terrible game. Clay might have a terrible don't game. Don't let you the might, Warriors get into a groove either. You might steal one. Yeah. Might the steal last one. Thing you want. <laughs> get this series over, and then you can rest. How about that? Exactly. Get it over early. you get some more time off before the next series. Uh, that'll do it for hour number one of the program. Kick off hour number two. We'll talk Kansas State. That's been around this program quite a bit. Mr. Chris Kleiman got a little contract extension. Uh, The voice of the Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson, will stop by with us. Talk K-State and a whole bunch more when we come back. Hour number two of the Insiders next. It's Chris Hansen, and for years we have trusted the experts at Rick Electric. Since 1964, Rick Electric has been the go-to for residential, commercial, and industrial. And right now is a great time to consider having a Generac whole home generator installed. If the power goes out, you'll barely notice because of an automatic seamless transition. For work in Fargo-Moorhead, Hawley, Horace, Glendon, Dilworth, Kindred, and everywhere in between, it's Rick Electric at rickelectric.com. If you're ready to change your future and work for a great company with great benefits, Earthworks Services in West Fargo is looking for concrete laborers, foremen, finishers, and form setters. Health and dental insurance is available with a 401k company match. So why wait? Work for a winning team. Apply in person at Earthworks Services or you can go online at esi-nd.com. Businesses should know that Consolidated Communications has the only data center in the FM area that is SOC 2 certified. That means Consolidated has tested reliable systems in place to protect your valuable data. That's more important than ever with today's security concerns. Many business insurance companies require SOC certification at data storage facilities. You should work with a local data center that is SOC 2 certified. For scalable, cost-effective data center solutions for your changing business needs, go to consolidated.com slash data center. It's the Cash for Cars event at Gateway Chevrolet. All makes, all models. Sell your ride today. Whether it has 50,000 miles or 150,000 miles, Gateway Chevrolet will buy it. Cars, trucks, and SUVs get cash today. Gateway Chevrolet needs good, clean, used cars, trucks, and SUVs. Sell your ride today. Whether it has 50,000 miles or 150,000 miles, Gateway will buy it. The Cash for Cars buying event today at Gateway Chevrolet in Fargo. At Batteries Plus, we power family road trips. We power bedtime stories. We power our local hospitals. We power connections with friends. We do more than replace batteries and fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. How powerful is that? Visit Batteries Plus for free auto battery testing and free installation, too, at most locations. See BatteriesPlus.com for details.
You still have two weekends left to experience the Custom Home Spring Preview event with Dabbert Custom Homes. Come check out our four beautiful homes in Cub Creek, located in Horace, right next to the new high school, and a bonus home in Brooks Harbor, located in West Fargo. There's so much to enjoy, including door prizes on Friday night, free lunches on Saturday, and sweet treats to celebrate on Sunday with a little something special for Mother's Day. This is the perfect opportunity to discover the Dabbert difference for yourself. Follow Dabbert Custom Homes on Facebook for all the details and updates. KQWB West Fargo, KPFX HD3 Kindred, and K224FD Fargo. Bison 1660, powered by Gateway Chevrolet, Cadillac, Nissan, and Hyundai in Fargo. This is The Insiders, taking you inside the lines and behind the scenes of NDSU and around the region. I hang heavy on your thoughts because you are the bison god. That should be a penalty. The Insiders. Do you have any other questions? You know it. The Insiders are presented by ProSeed. Need seed? Think ProSeed. Uh, okay, but, so what are you saying? These guys do an unbelievable job and, you know, tune into the Insiders. I did have one. I do not apologize for taking it out of the six-pack. First thing you should know about us is that we have people everywhere. The Insiders. The Insiders. The Insiders. The prices were that shocking. I wasn't listening. I'm an old soul. Now, here are the insiders. Well, we're waiting. Hour number two of the insiders for you here on our Talker Tuesday. Andy, Kyle, and Micah inside the Theraldson Ethanol Broadcast Center. Theraldson Ethanol produces 175 million gallons of ethanol per year and roughly 400 tons of livestock feed per year. You can fuel your own future and join their growing team at their excellent ethanol plant just west of Castleton uh, by viewing open positions online at theraldsonethanol.com. And you can sign up for our PGA Picks giveaway, PGA Championship, next weekend, but you can sign up right now, pick your... Top eight finishers for the PGA Championship. However many you get correct in the top eight, if you get the most right, you will win a free 30-day pass to the Golf Simulators at Golf Addiction. Excellent spot to be. I'll actually be back there myself later on today, dialing in the clubs. And there's a smirk from Kyle every single time. It happens every time. Uh, so you can sign up there on our website, bison1660.com, for our PGA Picks giveaway. Uh, the rain the last couple of days has all the golf courses looking in uh, pretty good shape and the just the grass in general around the area looking pretty green out there right now. Uh, one spot the golf courses, I'm sure, are looking immaculate right now is Manhattan, Kansas, where we go for our first guest of the hour on the Epic Company's hotline, Wyatt Thompson, the longtime a voice of the Kansas State Wildcats. Nice enough to join us on the Epic Company's hotline. Uh, great to have you back on with us, sir. How are things done in your neck of the woods? Uh, are the, the courses looking in good shape so far? They really are. I, as a matter of fact, it's interesting that you bring that up because I got to play in a tournament uh, yesterday uh, with our Learfield crew down in Hutchinson. It's about two hours from here at a really, really nice golf course called Prairie Dunes, and it hosted the Big 12. Uh, golf tournament for the men this spring so that was a lot of fun and for the most part I think our courses are in really good shape we've had a little bit of rain lately but prior to that for oh my most of the winter we got very little moisture or snow we, we had a very 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 mild winter not the case up here. We did not. <laughs> not quite the case, but it's getting it's better now. We're, we're in a better place now. We're not going to think about that time anymore. We're in a better place 
uh, right now. That is for sure. Another person's in a little bit of a better place is Chris Kleiman. A new contract yeah. extension going to keep him uh, down there in Manhattan through at least 2030. And my guess would be he'll probably be down there quite a bit longer. Uh, we said this when the, the move happened a number of years back, but that partnership, that tandem just seemed to work really, really well with uh, you know Kansas State, with Chris Kleiman, obviously Gene Taylor being there as well. It seemed like a great fit at the time, and clearly based off the results, it's, it's been a pretty good fit here as well. You said that perfectly, and I'm glad you threw Gene Taylor's name in there. Gene has, as you guys probably are much aware, uh, named the NACA Athletic Director of the Year here recently, and I think in large part because of the competition uh, in the Big 12 this year in which uh, Chris Kleiman took K-State to a championship. And then we had one of the best years ever in Big 12 basketball. And with first-year head coach Jerome Tang, K-State goes to the Elite Eight. And I I guess the point of that is is that all of this started with Gene Taylor believing in his guy. If you you guys go back in time, and and, and I'm just being honest about this, when Coach Kleiman was first hired here, there – there was some grumbling in the fan base that is that the best we can do in FCS coach? There is no one saying that today. And I'm really excited about that. I love Chris. I think he's a fabulous guy. I think he's a terrific football coach and I admire everything he's done here, guys. He's done it the right way. And we've gotten a little bit better uh, each year. Uh, I like the kids he's recruiting. There's nothing not to like, and I'm just, so happy for him with this extension. I don't think as, as we speak that he's actually signed it yet, but I think it's just a matter of time. Uh, and and uh, let's go because uh, everybody's excited for what he's accomplished, but also moving forward too. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I wanted to go there. I'm, I'm sure there were some people that were skeptical a little bit when they first hired him, but also I got to imagine after that COVID year in 2020, Kansas State goes four yeah. and six. And probably some grumblings came up there again. What were the fans feeling then? And how did how on earth did Coach Kleiman? Well, I have my guesses, but how did he take that team from 2020, that COVID year, turn them into Big 12 champs just two years later? Well, it is. It'd be really easy for me to say this, um, but but I'm going to say it anyway. I believe that we probably got hit as hard within the roster with COVID as anybody in our league. I mean, we played a couple of games. We, I remember uh, going to Norman and playing without our starting corners. Think about that and, and what that would have been like. We played without <clears throat> starting linebackers at Iowa State. I mean, you, it, you just – that I almost think now, looking back on it, that that was almost a throwaway throw year for everybody. But, but I think what happened, and this is the significant part probably for you guys and your listeners up there, I, I think after that season, Coach Kleiman and his staff kind of huddled up and almost did what I would describe as a reset. Are, what are we doing? Are we doing it the way we want to do it? Do we need to make changes and those types of things? And, and to be honest, there was not a lot of change. I think what they were doing was good. But I think they're just going and grinding through it even better now. As I said, every class seems to be a little bit better. This recent class included Avery Johnson, who's from Mays High School down by Wichita, uh, one of the best dual threat players in the country. And K-State was really pushed, um, honestly, and and won that uh, battle in in recruiting against Oregon and others to get that kid here. And I, I believe that 
Coach Kleiman is a big, big part of that. He's very, you guys know he's very consistent in what he does. I think he, I, I go back to those early days and just <laughs> the way he handled replacing Bill Snyder and just being who he was and never blinking an eye. I don't care what happens moving forward. I will always admire that. I, I, I mean that sincerely. I'm right there with you. And it, it's really, really difficult to, to be a good enough coach at any, you know, whether it be professional, college, high school even, it's really hard to have a run where you're now known as, like, the guy. You're the dude. Like, Bill, you know, Coach Snyder was – he's Coach Snyder. Like, he's he's the guy. Yes. It might be even tougher to follow the guy. You know, who's going to yeah, follow Nick tough. Saban at Alabama? Like, it's harder maybe to do that than it is to even become the guy in the first place. So taking over for a legend, uh, not an easy thing to do, but he's clearly done it the right way and, and, and gotten the fan base – on his side through that as well, because it's hard to get the fan base to get behind you when they're so ingratiated with the guy that came before you. And he, you said that so well. And, and I would augment what you're saying by saying, again, maybe a bit repetitive, but he did it the way he wanted to do it and what the way he was most comfortable. And, and I do appreciate that. And I guess that at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> Coach Kleiman has said to me, I don't know how many thousands of times in the, in the t- short time that I've known him, football is football. You know, all of those mm-hmm. letters and all of those other things really don't mean a heck of a lot. It's hard winning football games. But if you stay with your plan, you know, and, and execute and do all of those things that you need to do on a daily basis through the fall, things are going to fall into place like they should. And, and certainly they've, that's happened for him here. And I'm, I'm very proud of that. Again, talking about Wyatt Thompson here on the Epic Company's hotline about uh, Chris Kleiman getting, not as of right now, not yet, but it's going to be coming here in the very near future. It sounds like a new contract extension uh, there in Manhattan, Kansas, with the Kansas State Wildcats. I've gotten asked this question a number of times. I'm sure you probably have as well, so I'll just ask it again to you, even though you've probably been asked this many times. Are you at all worried about him going somewhere else? I've been asked that by a lot of Bison fans. I think he's going to go even somewhere else. Another school's going to come after him like that. Obviously, it's a reason you, you sign him to a new deal. Uh, but are there people sure. in the fan base that are worried about that aspect of it? I would say right at the moment, not necessarily. Uh, but yet, you never say never, right? I mean, when, when we won the championship this past year uh, with the Big 12, you know, he's, he's going to get a, a, a new contract, if you will, um, a, a, a big raise. But that's also going to be true for, for really all of his staff, but in particular, Connor Riley, the outstanding offensive line coach, and our two coordinators, uh, Joe Klanderman, who you guys are familiar with, and, oh, yeah. and obviously Colin Klein, who played here. And so there's not a lot of that kind of talk. But I, but I think in-house, you know, you always – you always have to have it in the back of your mind if you're an athletic director. And if I'm going to be 100% straight up and honest, the, the one that I would worry about the most is if, if uh, we see a retirement at Iowa. <laughs> because Chris is an Iowa guy at heart. Uh, and I'm just, again, being as honest as I can be with you on that, that's the one that would concern me. But I, I will stress this in a major way i think chris really likes this area he likes the k-state fan base loves the guy he's working for uh that guy lets him do it the way he wants to do it and guys with a new contract in his back pocket 
that's got to be a pretty good feeling being able to do it the way you want to do it, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And I think, that's, like you said, yeah. he's got a perfect situation there. Gene Taylor, you got support yes, from, and obviously most coaches have support from the AD, but I think it's a different kind of support you have there uh, with no Gene doubt. Taylor. He's he's yeah. in a place like I think Kansas State fans there are reasonable. There's some fan bases you go to, and it's like if you don't win a national title, we're going to fire you. And that's kind of right. crazy, right? Where I think expectations are in a pretty uh, pretty decent spot there overall. Well, and I have to say too, Wyatt, uh, I'm 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 glad, but I'm not glad you brought up Iowa. As a Nebraska native, that would kill me a little bit too. If, yeah. if he ever <laughs> if he ever left for Iowa, I I don't know how I would root for. For my former head coach, but uh, I would obviously be be happy for him. But I I'm, I think he's he's fine there, right there in, in K State. I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into that relationship that he has with Gene Taylor. Obviously, we saw it play out here uh, in Fargo. Yeah. But what have you learned just in your times? Like what what is that relationship like? Because I got to imagine. I mean, talk about leaving now. People were thinking he was going to leave a year ago. Speaking of Nebraska, sure. you know, he was he was rumored to, to be one of the candidates there for Nebraska. He decided to stay, and I have to imagine, you know, even before this contract was done, one of the reasons was because of that relationship he has. Well, when I talked a moment ago about his staff, he trusts those guys, you know, and they did a good job and should have been and were rewarded or are going to be. And I think that's true when, when you look at uh, – we all know that, that Gene and, and Coach Kleiman are like brothers as much as anything. Uh, and, and I just think there's such comfort in that from both guys. There's trust. There's confidence in that they're going to get it done together. Um, and and that, that, to me, is a hugely valuable piece. It isn't like that everywhere. It just isn't. And, and I'll, I'll say this. You mentioned the, the K-State fan base. I do think, for the most part, you know, they are pretty fair in how they judge. And they are very, very into everything that happens here at K-State. And if we put a good product on the field or on the floor, they're there. Chris has proven that, Coach Snyder before him, the basketball success that we've had here. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you, couldn't get, you couldn't get a basketball seed in conference season this year with what Jerome Tang did. So I think both guys is the point that love the fan base. We have good facilities and commitment from what I will describe with Dean Taylor is you, you guys have heard the phrase, a, a coach's AD. You could probably put Gene's picture in a dictionary behind that phrase, because I think at the, at his core above everything else, that's, he, that's what he is. I mean, maybe not as much as what a good human being he is, but he is all about the coaches and giving them every opportunity. And Chris has taken advantage of that and loves it. And Wyatt Thompson here with us on the Epic Companies Hotline. One more thing I wanted to bring up with you as well is it's not just the football program. You mentioned men's basketball having a run too. Jerome Tang there. Man, what's in the water uh, down there in Manhattan? You guys having a pretty good run of things uh, down there with both of those <laughs> men's programs. Well, we have, you know. And one thing I didn't mention too that, that has been significant with that commitment is we've just basically opened up at the end of this past year. Actually, the team practiced in it before we went to the Sugar Bowl, a brand new football indoor facility that is gorgeous. And, and Coach Kleiman has called it a game changer in, in recruiting. It has been and will continue to be. I we, think we have, you know, pretty darn good facilities and commitment here. And Coach Tang, I think, saw glimpses of that when he was the associate head coach at Baylor with Scott Drew and knew what the capabilities were of the basketball program. 
and is smart enough to know if the product is good, which it was, they far blew by all expectations. I think they just wanted to be a tournament team, honestly. But to win 26 and go to the Elite Eight after being picked last, I mean, that <laughs> you, you, you can't – that's as fairy tale as it gets, fellas. It's just what it is. They they were definitely Nobody a tournament team. <laughs> they were definitely yes, they were. one of the teams of the tournament. Actually, is how you would probably yeah, phrase that absolutely. for uh, for Kansas yeah. State yeah. on that run. And we know all about opening up a new indoor facility and the benefits that does for your program. We just opened up one up here uh, as well at the NDSU. A beautiful new indoor practice facility has been used for uh, all sports here, but uh, specifically a big addition there for the football program here at NDSU. Uh, another thing about you know Kansas State, you've got another school in that state that's starting to rise up a little bit as well. Kansas has gotten a little bit better the last couple of years. What's that rivalry? It's always been good, I think, in basketball, but especially now in football, it seems like that rivalry is starting to come back a little bit in state. It's a very interesting topic in these parts, and I'm sure you guys can appreciate that. And and I would even go as far as to say uh, a couple of things. One, I think Chris Kleiman has become friends with Lance Leipold and very much respects the job that Lance has done at KU in a very short period of time. That that thing was a mess, fellas. And in a couple of years, <laughs> you pick up, you know, articles or read articles on the internet or on Twitter or whatever now and you know, people are talking about he might have one of the most dynamic quarterbacks in all of college football and they played in a bowl game last year. But you guys know how bad they were. I mean, they mm-hmm. were bad, bad. And those days are long gone, and their commitment is better, too. They've always stocked a lot of, into their men's basketball program. Clearly, that's obvious. But they're starting to make their way. And, and as far as the rivalry, it's always been you know, pretty darn good. But it's, it's so much better when the teams are competitive. For the last 30 years, if I'm being honest, K-State is dominated in football. KU is dominated in basketball. And this last year, we saw K-State beat KU here in Bramlage. You know, now if the football's still a little bit one-sided, and I, I'm just going to say I hope that continues through, through the entirety of whatever of course. I, I have left in my career. <laughs> but but uh, it, it is better for the rivalry when they're more competitive, and KU football is way more competitive now. Last question we have for you again, Wyatt Thompson, 14-year voice of Kansas State with us on the Epic Company's hotline. In the Big 12, I think another big talker, especially around these parts as well, but really across the entire country, is college football expansion, and everything's been crazy over the last couple of summers. This tends to be the time that things have happened, right? Texas, Oklahoma, USC, UCLA breaking sometime in the the mid-summer, so we're getting closer and closer uh, to that time of the year. As you're a little bit closer to it than us, are you getting a feeling that there's going to be some uh, some more big moves, maybe even in the, the Big 12? I think it's inevitable that it's going to happen, guys, whether it's the Big 12, uh, the SEC, the Big 10, the Pac-12, whatever it might be. I think there's going to be a time where we're going to see more movement. Obviously, Oklahoma and Texas after this year will be heading to the SEC. The Big 12 has added those four new schools. and um, with the way our new commissioner, Brett Yormark, at the Big 12 is talking, I, I don't think it's a real secret that he would love to have a team or two or more in the Pacific time zone. Um, I, I just think we're going to see that, that whether it happens or not, I don't know. But there's so much talk about it. I, I think with, with the new commissioner of the Big 10, 
I mean, they're kind of talking, and then some days they're not about what they want to do up and above UCLA and and USC. So <laughs> we're in for so much change. We could talk about this for hours. Right. I think in the next two to three years, you may see precedent set that will last uh, over the next 30, 40, 50 years in major college athletics, frankly. I think there's going to be some big shakeups on the way, and uh, one team that will be involved in that no matter what is Kansas State, uh, the longtime voice of Kansas State, Wyatt Thompson, with us here on the Epic Company's Hotline. Wyatt, always appreciate uh, your conversations, having you on. Appreciate your time today. Uh, very happy for what's happened down there with Gene Taylor and Chris Kleiman as well, and uh, appreciate you coming up here and giving us a little bit of uh, insight into those programs. Well, I enjoyed being on with you guys, and I'll say this. I enjoy and am honored to work with both of those fellas. We're pretty lucky here to have those two. Thank you. Absolutely. There he goes, Wyatt Thompson. A nice enough to join us on the Epic Companies Hotline. Very happy for both of those guys. Obviously, there's a lot of connections up here. Uh, you know both of them fairly well in Gene Taylor and uh, and Chris Kleiman, and definitely guys we root for a little bit, right? Oh, absolutely. I, and, and gr- I mentioned it. Growing up as a Nebraska fan, I never thought I'd root for K-State. They were big in the Big 12 right. together. K-State was good back then yeah. for a couple years. They've had a little up was, and down stretch. Yeah, a couple, couple up and down years, but really good for a couple years. I remember a quarterback named Michael Bishop. I don't know one will remember that name, but he was really good there at K-State for a while. Um, never imagined I'd root for them, but they're just when two people like Gene Taylor and Chris Klein, and then you go on Klanderman, right? I mean, there's yeah. a, a number of uh, – Hank Jacobs is down there. There's so many. You can't even list them all. Um, but when people like that go down to that program, it's impossible not to root for them because – I obviously have a lot of love for Coach Kleiman. I mentioned that yesterday on the show and Gene Taylor and everything they did here. Um, Gene, when we wanted to go down to a game, Cole Jerk and myself went down to their bowl game, invited us down, gave us tickets. We, I mean, took care of us. It was just well, good for you. It's just it's hard not to root for pe- for good people like that. And, no, they're, they're good and, and aside from being really good people, they're also pretty good at their jobs. Very good at their jobs. Pretty good. Which also makes it extremely impressive the job that Matt Larson and Matt Ents have done taking over for both of those two uh, two gentlemen and uh, continuing the the you know the path that they they set and uh, just continuing to pick that up and move it even further down the line. Obviously uh NDSU programs we've had to replace a couple of coaches and even an an AD during this run uh for the football program and they have picked up right where those two left off. Some more breaking news in the world of NDSU scheduling has dropped. We'll tell you about that when we come back next. The most complete Bison coverage in the region. Your Bison Nation station. You are deep in thought, which is always dangerous. Bison 1660. We take great pride in really doing uh, all the research and the work behind the scenes to make sure that our products just work. We have our own staff member that helps pick the hybrids and the varieties that work in our area. It's meant for you, not for somebody 200 miles away. We test our seed locally. Uh, We produce our seed locally, so we get to see our production fields, where they need to be, and if they work there. Need seed, think ProSeed. ProSeed.net, great seed at a reasonable price. For decades, NODAC Insurance Company has been serving our state's residents in good times and challenging times. We come together for the greater good, from simple acts of kindness to company-wide efforts that make a difference in our community. It's who we are, rooted in North Dakota and ready to serve when it matters most. NODAC Insurance Company, agents with answers. 
Are you in the market for a new vehicle? Corwin Auto has you covered. Corwin Auto has over 800 new vehicles available and more arriving daily. New vehicle inventory from the brands you love. Honda, Toyota, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. New cars, trucks, and SUVs. Some with incentives as low as 0.9% financing and dealer rebates. You'll be able to get behind the wheel for less. Shop the largest selection of new vehicle inventory in the area. Now, only at Corwin Auto. Visit us online at CorwinAuto.com. Rice Companies understands that strong buildings and strong communities start with strong connections. They know the importance of every bolt, every beam, and every handshake. Every connection must be strong. When you work with Rice Companies, you're building on more than concrete and steel. You're building on knowledge and expertise with people you can trust, people who value your investment as much as you do. Connect with Rice Companies, your local butler builder, and experience the difference strong connections can make for your business. Learn more and see career opportunities at ricecompanies.com. Spring in the savings at Eyes on Broadway and Rexine Family Eye Care. Hi, I'm Dr. Michael Rexine, your downtown eye doc. This month, save big with 10% off your first pair of glasses and 30% off additional pairs. Everyday wear, computer wear, sun wear, we will find what's right for you. Why choose just one pair? Get a pair for every occasion. Set up an appointment with Dr. Michael Rexine or myself, Dr. Vanessa Manlove, at michaelrexine.com with locations in both Fargo and Mayville. Eyes on Broadway. You will see the difference. The clock's changed, which means the change of seasons is next. Is your air conditioner ready? Don't wait until it's too late to get it checked off your list. Let the professionals at Valley Service Mechanical help. Make your appointment now for your annual air conditioner tune-up to ensure you can enjoy the upcoming warm weather and comfort. It's no sweat with Valley Service Mechanical. When your heating and cooling needs help and your plumbing is on the fritz, call Valley Service Mechanical, 701-293-5701. Online at valleyservice.net. This is Bison quarterback Cole Payton. Payton, snap, wants to run. Found a gap. Touchdown! Oh, mama, what a play! And you're listening to the Insiders on Bison 1660. It's about 12.30 here in hour number two. NFL Network replaying the Chargers-Jaguars playoff game from this past year. Got Kyle Emanuel worked up during the break. This is the one. Well, where I'm not had. worked up. I was Chargers. Uh, a tough one though. Got up big and then blew it down the stretch. I, I was telling you games like that in your, in your <laughs> yes. football career period. Yes. Uh, that I mean they're up 27 to like three or something. I don't know. If, I don't know about that bad. We had one that always sticks out in my mind, and I forget what the score was. It was against the Chiefs. Go figure. Uh, I believe this was before Patrick Mahomes, and we were up like 20 something like that in the third quarter, and then just everything fell apart, lost in overtime. I don't like to relive these things, Andy. Why'd you have to bring that up? Because I wanted to, just for fun. Well, you had, had to bring it but up. But at the, least it wasn't in the playoffs. You had to bring up all the Minnesota sports misery last year, or last it's week. It's different. So. You're just a fan. I was personally involved in these. <laughs> I was personally involved as well, you know, okay. as a fan. You're right. Yeah, Fair it's, enough. It's I should, personal. I should yeah, undermine very personal. the value of your fandom. By the way, this comeback has nothing on the Vikings. Vikings-Colts. Yeah, what were they down again? Pretty sure that one, 17 points first quarter, 16 then in the uh, second quarter, so that would make it 32, 33 nothing. Yeah, I think you're right. 33 yeah. nothing before they started the comeback and end up winning that one in overtime, 39-36 over the Indianapolis Colts. You were there in person watching me and Cole Jurek meltdown and then celebrate hysterically. It's one of my favorite things uh, to do. It should be one of your favorite moments. It really should. Um, breaking news sounder, though. We mentioned this going into break. This happened as we were talking to Wyatt Thompson. Breaking news. The men's basketball program just cannot be one-upped. 
football with their uh, schedule news earlier today of a two-game home-and-home series with the Citadel in 2025 and 2027. Men's basketball announcing one today as they will have a two-game set with Illinois State facing a Valley school in men's basketball, and uh, they will uh, have a road game in normal this December. Uh, They'll have a game there on the road against Illinois State. That will be December 17th of 2023. But then in the 2024 season, Illinois State will come to the Shack. So a two-game set there, uh, NDSU and Illinois State taking on a school out of the Valley. They've done this the last couple of years, had a a Valley team on the schedule. Uh, They've done it in the past couple of years at least. And so I think it's a good get. The Valley is a very well-respected conference when it comes to men's basketball. Illinois State was not necessarily uh, one of the top teams in that conference last year, 11-21, and but – uh, brought in some new players onto that roster. We were, we were talking with uh, a couple of uh, reporters about Illinois State on the Missouri Valley Mix just a couple of weeks back and just brought up briefly their uh, basketball program as well and some of the players that they had brought into it. So uh, they've really brought in some more talent there, gone to the transfer portal route and uh, changed that roster around just a little bit. But I think that's going to be a, a pretty good get for Dave Richmond and that men's basketball program to have some non-conference games where those are ones where you can really – measure yourself of, okay, we're not taking on a, a, a Kansas or an Arkansas, which are awesome opportunities. Those are great games too, but you're getting kind of a like game of this is good mid-major, very good mid-major, and seeing how we stack up here early on in the season. Well, yeah, that's that's solid competition, and if fans remember this last season, the Bison took on Indiana State. Sycamores are a pretty darn good basketball team in the Missouri Valley. The championship game or the semifinal of the tournament last year? And they're, yeah, they're and uh, Illinois State. It's a team in the Missouri Valley, and that's uh, they're good. And uh, it'll be a fun matchup between a team that's young, talented. Between NDSU, don't know much about Illinois State, but they're in the Missouri Valley, so fun matchup. Haven't seen it before yet. There you go. So that's uh, the big scheduling news: football and men's basketball same day. Let's get some more. All kinds of stuff dropping. Let's get today. some more scheduling news today. I love it when everything happens during the show. So I think now enough things have happened. We try not to have all the coaches on as much during the quote unquote off season. It's really not the off season for them, uh, but you know, schedule calendar wise, kind of the off season. We try and give them a little bit of a break. But I think enough things have happened now. Jeremiah Burke, great signing for them out of the JUCO ranks. Now you got the scheduling news, other things happening in the the conference as well. I think this is going to have to be the uh, the bat signal uh, call out to uh, Coach Richmond. I have to get him on the program here later this week or uh, into uh, next. We can try and figure out what works with his schedule. But that's big. That's big news. That's a good get, and you also get you know a home game out of it. It's a home and home kind of going back and forth there. So that's a a good get there for the men's basketball program. I believe it's Jordan Davis transfer from Wisconsin that was going to Illinois State. Trying to track that one down, but again, eleven and twenty one last year in the Valley. I do think they'll be much better this year, but that would be a good. A barometer early on in the non-conference, not really early on in the non-conference season for this upcoming year because uh, they'll be playing in December on December 17th, but that will be a good barometer in the non-conference to see where you stack up at that point of the year. Let's take another break, get ourselves back on track. A really good article written earlier today uh, by a columnist down in Tampa Bay has to do with a Bison recruiting class and the proficiency at which that recruiting class has landed in the NFL, even a few of them landing in Tampa, like one Cody Malk. We'll discuss that when we come back next. Bison Nation, your exclusive home for North Dakota State Athletics. Bison 1660. Jacuzzi Hot Tubs of Fargo is kicking off spring with their grand opening celebration. 
Stack up your savings when you shop the beautiful new showroom in South Fargo. Now is the time to experience a staycation right in your own backyard. Qualified customers get 0% financing for a limited time. Jacuzzi Hot Tubs of Fargo.com. That's Jacuzzi Hot Tubs of Fargo.com. Located just off 52nd Avenue. Are you in the market for a new vehicle? Corwin Auto has you covered. Corwin Auto has over 800 new vehicles available and more arriving daily. New vehicle inventory from the brands you love. Honda, Toyota, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. New cars, trucks, and SUVs. Some with incentives as low as 0.9% financing and dealer rebates. You'll be able to get behind the wheel for less. Shop the largest selection of new vehicle inventory in the area. Now, only at Corwin Auto. Visit us online at CorwinAuto.com. Horn Plastics is celebrating 40 years of top quality products and service. And to show their appreciation, they're offering some unbeatable deals. Now until May 31st, get 40% off all install labor and 20% off select materials. Take advantage of this limited time offer and upgrade with the high-performance trailer and dump truck body liner, including the popular Super Slide bed liners. Don't miss out on these amazing savings. Visit hornplastics.com today. Horn Plastics, excellence for 40 years and counting. It's Chris and for years we have trusted the experts at Rick Electric. Since 1964, Rick Electric has been the go-to for residential, commercial, and industrial. And right now is a great time to consider having a Generac whole home generator installed. If the power goes out, you'll barely notice because of an automatic seamless transition. For work in Fargo-Moorhead, Hawley, Horace, Glendon, Dilworth, Kindred, and everywhere in between, it's Rick Electric at rickelectric.com. In 1953, Bill Samuels created a simple bourbon while Margie Samuels worked on her creative vision. A bottle hand-dipped in red wax wrapped in a hand-cut label filled with handcrafted bourbon that elevated flavor and remains unchanged as of today. Aromas of woody oak, caramel, and vanilla with a taste that is sweet and balanced with caramel vanilla and fruity essences every barrel of maker's mark is aged to taste not time maker's mark the star of your home bar please drink responsibly hello this is jason i'm the plant manager at cnh industrial are you a skilled assembler looking for a new career opportunity well look no further because we're hiring for general assemblers with a starting pay of 25.75 per hour a four thousand dollar sign-on bonus and a $5,000 relocation package to those who qualify. At CNH Industrial, we are dedicated to creating a diverse and inclusive work environment. We value our employees and provide them with opportunities for growth and development. To apply, visit cnhindustrial.com. This is Jory Collins, head women's basketball coach at NDSU. We're trying to get this program to a point where we can compete for Summit League championships and hopefully play in the NCAA tournament. I mean, that's the entire goal. You are listening to the Insiders on Bison 1660. Boy, it has been a day. It has been a day. More breaking news. This one around men's basketball as well. This one I had uh, just missed until a couple of minutes ago. Kind of came out around the same exact time as the uh, news around the uh, new game for NDSU men's basketball. They've signed a two-game contract uh, with Illinois State game this year and a game in next season. Next season will be in Fargo. This year will be uh, out there in normal Illinois. Uh, but some more news around the NDSU men's basketball program. This has to do with the coaching staff as the uh, head assistant, you would call him, I guess. The uh, assistant coach, Josh Sash, has accepted a position as the head coach at Indian Hills 
And that is, uh, he was a former assistant there. He's an alum of uh, that school as well, been named the next head coach there of uh, Indian Hills and will no longer be on the staff for NDSU men's basketball. For those who aren't up to date, uh, Indian Hills Community College Athletics, and uh, they are in Ottumwa, Iowa. That is where, you know, Josh Sash, again, as we said, alum, former assistant there, has worked his way around some of the uh, junior college and community college ranks before and was here at NDSU for a couple of years and did a great job on staff and now named the uh, the next head coach at his alma mater, which is obviously very cool for him. Uh, that's uh, an area I know is near and dear to a coach's heart. But that also opens up a position on the staff for uh, Coach Richmond. It's been a couple of years in a row now of uh, you know assistant coaching spot on the staff open for men's basketball, but that is the news that also came across around the same time as the uh, new game on the schedule for the uh, men's program. Micah, I've talked with Coach Sash many times. I know him well. I'm very happy for him. Congratulations to him on this next step for, for his career, becoming a head coach again and doing it at a place that I know means a lot to him. You've talked with Coach quite a bit. Uh, anything to say about this news? A uh, little shocked from it, yeah, right? but uh, happy for him. I got to interview Josh uh, multiple times throughout this last basketball season on, on Bison Shootaround. Um, but, you know, we talked about good things happening to – good people and that's what's happening for Josh right now going back to a place that that is deep in his heart and uh that's that's going to be a great thing for him and uh congratulations and we'll we'll be paying attention to what he's been doing uh well when what he's going to be doing as a head coach there and you know coach coach Sash as well he's an Iowa native you know uh born and, and raised in that state and spent a lot of time a lot of his life there so going back to a place that means a lot to him obviously uh, very important out at the thing in this decision. We'll try and have him on, track him down for later on in this week, but very happy for him on that next step in his career. Opens up a spot there on the staff for uh, NDSU men's basketball. A couple of quotes here from the press release, and uh, this one first from Coach Sash. I am honored to return to uh, Indian Hills as the head men's basketball coach. I want to thank Dr. Matt Thompson and Dr. Brett Monaghan uh, for the opportunity to lead this program. Having worked here as an assistant, I have seen firsthand the culture of success within Indian Hills Athletic Department and the life-changing experience it provides student-athletes. Uh, Sash led the Warriors to 58 wins in back-to-back Iowa Community College Athletic Conference, or ICCAC, regular season, a regular season, uh, National Junior College Athletic Association Region Tournament, and district tournament championships as well. Uh, the Warriors earned back-to-back trips to the national tournament in Hutchinson, Kansas, uh, during some times when he served there as an assistant under the uh, former head coach there from 2015 to 2017 when he was on staff. So returning to a place he's coached at before means a lot to him, and uh, get to be the head coach of that program, that's pretty cool. Uh, not very often life works where you, it works full circle like that, where you get to you know go somewhere, coach somewhere, and then get to, a chance to go back and be a head coach there. And honestly, if anybody would know what that feels like, it would be Coach Richmond. And now he didn't have to leave and then come back, but to you know be an assistant coach somewhere and to work your way up and all of a sudden become the head coach of the program, I think uh, David Richmond would definitely know what that feels like and the responsibility you feel like to an area where you have been and served at for such a long time. So congratulations to Josh Sash on that. And that will open up a spot, and we'll uh, now, now we're definitely going to have to have Coach Richmond on. Now that's going to have to be a thing where we have him on here and ask him about some uh, some big changes to that uh, that program because that opens up a spot there on the coaching staff and are going to be looking forward to seeing how they fill that. But uh, that leaves a big hole because Coach Sash was really good and a good person, like you said, happy for his family, and uh, we'll be definitely trying to have him on the program here in the not-so-distant future. So 
Man, all the breaking news today. It is a breaking news Tuesday. A lot of things we wanted to get to that's not going to be able to get to, which is fine. Uh, maybe this is one of those days we could have had a four-hour show and been just fine. Probably could have. Uh, breaking news all over the place with uh, both men's basketball and football today. Schedule news. This is schedule news is good news. I would yeah. say this is it's obviously sad. I mean, how many times have we sat on this program and it, it's one of Happy those for things, the person, yeah. sad to yeah. see him go. Exactly. Yeah, right? It's just, it's it's along the same lines, but it, again, it speaks to not just the success that NDSU has in, across all sports, but also just the people that they bring in here. And then, and like you said, you can't fault someone ever for. We're sad here at NDSU to lose a coach like that, but to go back to your where you played, where you've been a coach before, you can't fault anyone for that. So uh, excited for him and you know his future and getting a chance to be a head coach. Yeah, that's pretty pretty awesome. Um, so we'll try and have him and track him down for later on here this week. But did want to go over an uh, article that was released earlier this morning, and we won't dive into it too much because the person who wrote it is actually going to be on the program tomorrow. The uh, Matt Baker. Uh, who uh, wrote this article on NDSU football, really on Cody Malk, because uh, Matt Baker works for the Tampa Bay Times, obviously Cody Malk drafted by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he did a really good piece. You know, when you get a, you draft a player, you're not really looking into the, the school they came from, maybe a ton, you're looking into the individual. Like, with Cody, what's every article in Tampa Bay probably been written about? He's missing his two, two front teeth. teeth. He's got long red hair. He's from Hankinson, you know, from small town, I should say, uh, North Dakota, nine-man football, was a tight end. Look at the transformation. Like, that's what every article is, Right. Um, well, if you haven't seen it, Matt did a really good job of this article of kind of breaking down the entire re- recruiting class that year uh, for NDSU, which was the 2017 recruiting class that Cody Malk uh, was a part of. They've had uh, now three players from that class that have ended up in the NFL, Cody being one of them. Uh, Josh Hayes was also one of them in that class who ended up being drafted in the NFL. I know he bounced around to a couple different universities after NDSU, but did end up being picked in the NFL draft. And then also Christian Watson, who went in last year's draft, obviously, to the Green Bay Packers. And three players in in a recruiting class being drafted is not something that happens very often, plus a number of undrafted free agents in that class or uh, guys that have gone on to a practice squad somewhere, Josh Babich, one of them there as well. Um, But pretty pretty impressive. And it was a good article from Matt and kind of related it this way that, you know, NDSU has three players in that 2017 class that were drafted – and that's exceptional, an exceptional hit rate for uh, players you bring in as recruits, especially for a football championship subdivision signing class of 25, including walk-ons, he says. And this was the part of the article that kind of jumped out to me. Um, he says, Florida State and Miami had top 12 classes that year, but only produced four draft picks each. North Dakota State's total doesn't include three players who signed undrafted free agent uh, deals in the spring, or another uh, tight end, Josh Babich, who spent time on the practice squad with Seattle and Green Bay last year. So it's pretty impressive. 2017, that recruiting class is uh, pretty loaded with guys who have ended up in the NFL one way or another. Well, yeah, and the, I'm right there with you. The thing that stood out to me is right there what he put on his tweet You know that you just mentioned. You think about you're only signing 25 guys, and Cody Malk was a walk-on. And yep. Miami and Florida State only got four. Only got four drafted, and you've got – Lipke, I believe, also part of that. And Hunter Lipke should have been, been four. Yep. So NSU should have had the same amount of draft picks as Miami and Florida State in their 2017 classes. Again, it, it speaks to to what not only what Coach Kleiman did with them, but then Matt Entz and his staff and what they continue to do in the development. And then I always think we talk a lot about in the NFL draft about how circumstances in the situation that you get put in matter. And I think it's the exact same thing in college. You know, I think about that for myself personally, like. You know, if I had gone to a different school, wherever, 
Like, what have I? Would I have ended up in the same place? Would I have still ended up in the NFL? And I think you could say that about a number of guys here at NDCU, especially when you look at some of the walk-ons and what they started at. Cody Malka, great example. What they started at and what they finished at. Mm-hmm. The situation matters. Where you go matters. How you develop matters. And I mean, I don't need to say this to our listeners. They already know, but. NDSU has just done a phenomenal job of getting the most, getting the best out of the players that come here. And I was actually, you know, messaging back and forth with Matt Baker, the guy who wrote this piece. And if you haven't seen it, I encourage you to go find it. I put it up on my uh, Twitter account as well, at Andy on the AM. You can go find it there. Uh, we'll have Matt on the, the program tomorrow, and I'm really looking forward to talking to him about this because it's just interesting. You wouldn't think that this would be a route as a you know local reporter down there. You'd be going after that whole 2017 class. Now they've gotten a couple of those players on the Bucks, obviously Joe Haig was on the Bucks when they made their Super Bowl run. If you remember, he caught a touchdown pass. He did. Trivia question. Picture yeah. it in the NDSU article. NDSU lineman uh, caught a touchdown pass to the NFL. It would be uh, Mr. Joe Haig. But, you know, you know, not only is Cody down there, we'll, we'll talk to Matt about how Cody fits in there too, which will be a fun conversation. But I was kind of messaging back and forth with him, and then he said, you know, not very often that a, you know, a program would get, you know, three players drafted in one recruit, recruiting class out of the FCS, I got to think it doesn't happen very often. And I actually went back and said, you know, a few other times in NDSU history, it, it has happened. And you don't have to go back very far. That's the 2017 recruiting class. Just go back a year, 2016, go to the roster, 2016, look at the, the true freshmen that year. Um, you'll find a couple of them. One of them will be Cordell Volson, drafted, clearly. Uh, you have another one in there in Jabril, Jabril Cox, who was drafted, obviously, a phenomenal uh, outside linebacker for NDSU. Uh, so there's a couple of guys that are drafted out of that class. And then you had in Dylan Raydens, who was also clearly a second-round draft pick and uh, drafted uh, to the Tennessee Titans. So Probably happened, go through a number of them. Happened in the 2016 the, class just the year before. The, my class at two, because yep. Billy Turner was in my class. He was obviously a year ahead of me, but he didn't redshirt. So that was two. I'm sure you could go down the line and find at least two or three in quite a few classes. Just about every class, probably. And that's kind of the run you've been on here at NDSU and what they've been able to produce year in and year out. So pretty impressive stuff. We will have uh, Matt on the program tomorrow to talk about that article, but I definitely wanted to bring it up since it was released out there on the old Twitter sphere earlier on this morning. We'll take our final break. We'll come back. NFL schedule going to be released later this week. Some changes to the NFL schedule. I'll find out if Kyle and Micah are happy or not so happy about the proposed changes to the NFL schedule when we come back next. Your home for the thundering herd. Bison 1660. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, it's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. If you're searching for the best burgers in the game, find them at Twin Peaks all month long. It's National Hamburger Month, and these seasoned, smashed, and seared burgers are waiting to be discovered. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. Celebrate Mother's Day with jewelry from Schmidt's Gems and Fine Jewelry. Personalized birthstone pendants and rings, diamond stud earrings, mouth-watering precision-cut colored gemstones, At Schmidt's Gems and Fine Jewelry, we feature bottom line pricing, no gimmicks or phony discounts. You shop, we match, always. That's our promise to you. Schmidt's Gems and Fine Jewelry, 3241 42nd Street South, online at schmidtsjewelry.com. 
At Cardinal IG, they don't just create innovative glass solutions, they foster a culture of collaboration and teamwork. Their employees bring a wealth of experience and expertise to every project and deserve to be celebrated. This May, Cardinal IG would like to shine the spotlight on Brian Williamson, who is celebrating 25 years, and to Abdul Shaur Hamzakil and Chris Dingle, who are both celebrating their first year at Cardinal IG. From the entire team, thank you. To view open positions or to apply, visit CardinalFargo.com. Are you in the market for a new vehicle? Corwin Auto has you covered. Corwin Auto has over 800 new vehicles available and more arriving daily. New vehicle inventory from the brands you love. Honda, Toyota, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. New cars, trucks, and SUVs. Some with incentives as low as 0.9% financing and dealer rebates. You'll be able to get behind the wheel for less. Shop the largest selection of new vehicle inventory in the area. Now, only at Corwin Auto. Visit us online at CorwinAuto.com. Just because you own a pontoon doesn't quite make it a party barge until you visit Sight on Sound. That beauty was an investment into fun. Make sure you take your Bluetooth marine audio to the next level with brands like Kicker, Alpine, and Sony. Get noticed for style and safety when you get that tricked-out LED lighting with Sight on Sound. Get to Sight on Sound today to see all the exciting options for this summer. Online, SightOnSoundFargo.com. Bring it on home from Sight on Sound. Sight on Sound, Main Avenue, Fargo. Looking to add some light and brighten up the inside of your home? Maybe you have an outdoor project or you're looking to update in the garage. Then the team at JDP Electric should be your first and only phone call. JDP Electric makes the process easy. Their dedicated team of professionals can assist with any size project or idea you may have and even provide a few ideas they see that fit your budget as well. Don't mess with the electricity. Make sure to call in the pros. Call 701-232-1991 today to experience the JDP difference. That the herd is headed your way. You're hearing from the insiders right here on Bison 1660. Correction. And we made fun of Mike Greenberg earlier in the show because he's made some terrible takes. Lakers should sit players for game five because they're not going to win the game. So just sit players and give basically forfeit game five to Golden State. And the, the Knicks are only losing to the Heat because of the weather outside the arena. Those were a couple of hot takes, and they're wrong. But every once in a while, I say something that sounds kind of dumb. I said something in the last segment that was, that was incorrect. Joe Haig didn't catch a touchdown pass. Two-point conversion? It was thrown to him. He dropped it. I forgot that. That's he did, right. He did. It was thrown to was him. Was it in the Super Bowl, too? Yeah, yes, it in was. In the Super Bowl. It was thrown to okay, him. I thought- he was in the end zone. Had his hands on it. So, like, it's kind of like my mock draft where he was – that counts. Right? I thought I, I was him. like, I thought he caught a different touchdown pass. I was like, didn't he almost? Because I remember, I think I had like a side bet with someone, like who's going to score first, and I was like, of course it's going to be my former teammate. And then you know he dropped it. I thought he had one before that. I was watching with a group of people, and none of them realized that that was Joe Haig. And I did. I was like, that was a Bison player. They're like, what? What? I'm like, it was Joe Haig. Ah, he did. Didn't didn't bring it in. Just bringing up sour memories for all of us today. Well, he did win the Super Bowl. True, fair enough. So I think he's okay. But he could have had a touchdown. Exchange the touchdown for the Super Bowl ring. But or you could have both. Or you could have both. That would have been great. He would have had both. Yeah. Because the Bucks dominated the Chiefs yeah, in that game. They sure did. That was good old Tom Brady. Uh, too bad. You know, Joe Hay got a player with Tom Brady. Cody Malk misses him by a year. So close. We still don't think Tom Brady is coming out of retirement, right? Mm, I'm surprised no, there's been no not rumors. The second time. Second time. 
He was retired for four hours. There was some around the draft. Like, I think it popped up for like a day. Well, it's always going to pop up. Yeah. There was a report that was refuted. Tom Brady refuted it that, like, he was going to get out of his Fox deal or that he was trying to. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, that's not true. Well, he might get out of the Fox deal. Doesn't mean he's coming back. Well, why would he get out of the Fox deal? Because he just realizes he doesn't want to be a a color commentator and he has basically basically. a billion dollars. He doesn't need it. Yeah. But he refuted it. (laughs) He did refute it. So there's something he's going to be doing with the Fox deal starting this upcoming season. Oh, I think be he in was going to wait. Or is he going to wait a year? That was the other report, that he was going to wait a year and then start the Fox deal. It just seems like we're we're pushing it off too far. It seems that the procrastinators like, I'll just I'll start it next year. I'll start it next Tom week. Tom Brady going to do what Tom Brady week. wants to do. I guess he's going to. And if you're Fox, you're just going to let him do it. Uh, been a lot of breaking news on the show today. We'll recap it all for you here in just a little, just a little bit, a little briefly for you. Uh, NDSU football. Two-game schedule, two-game agreement, home-and-home with the Citadel, 2025 and 2027, at the Citadel in 2025 for the season opener, and then home against the Citadel in 2027. NDSU men's basketball with some big news today. Uh, First off, a two-game series with Illinois State at Normal Illinois this upcoming season in December, and then home against Illinois State the following year inside the shack, and also assistant coach Josh Sash now been named the head coach at his um, uh, university he went to. Alma mater. Alma mater. That's the one I there was looking go. for. Indian Hills, a former NDSU assistant coach, now named the head coach there at uh, Indian Hills in the uh, community college there he was from and coached there as well. Congratulations once again to him. So a lot of breaking news today that we kind of touched on throughout the show. Tomorrow, as I said, uh, Matt Baker will stop by and hoping as well to have uh, Peter Hogo. We got tied up with some school stuff. Obviously, he's still a high schooler. I'll make sure he gets gets the schoolwork in first and then come on the old uh, radio show. But try and have him on uh, tomorrow as well. That'll be the uh, the lineup for you. And uh, more stuff this weekend, too. There, or later on this week, there's a bunch of stuff going on. Obviously, buy or sell. And our future crop, there's a reminder early on in the week, guys, future crop for uh, Friday coming up there, Friday at the end of the show. But there is some uh, more news around the NFL. The schedule will be coming out later on this week, so then we can dive into the Vikings schedule, and I can tell you where their only loss of the year is. Uh, But the NFL schedule will have some updates to it. We don't know the actual schedule yet. It will be released on Thursday. Teams will leak it out probably a game at a time, and it will be very annoying but also done very quickly for most of us. Uh, But there will be some changes to the schedule this upcoming season. Adam Schefter had it to report. The first one is you're going to have – Uh, Teams can play multiple times on Thursday night football. As it's been before, teams will only play one Thursday night game a season for this upcoming year and moving forward. They can play multiple times on Thursday, which a lot of players are not a big fan of. Also, not every team is guaranteed a primetime game. In years past, every team's at least going to get Thursday night, Sunday night, or Monday night, or one of the holiday games, one of those primetime games every single year. Going forward, that will not be the case. Kyle Emanuel, you yay or nay on on those two changes? Teams can play twice on Thursdays now, or uh, not every team getting a primetime game. Uh, I am okay with not every team getting a primetime game. It's a business, right? Mm -hmm. you got to put out your best product. We do that with every business in America. You put your best product out there, right? So I'm okay if if you're not guaranteed a primetime game. Yeah, go earn it. If you play well, you'll get one later on in the season. No one wants to see Texans versus Falcons. I didn't love primetime games anyway. Right. Most people, most football players will agree with this. Like playing at night, just it's not the best. Having to sit around all day, I just didn't like it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fun to play in primetime. Your family can watch from everywhere, but didn't really love it. I am a big nay on the twice for Thursday night games. Didn't like, I mean, 
I'm nay from a player standpoint. When they talk about player safety, you already extended the, the season one game. You're going to extend it again eventually. I'm not sure where the CBA puts that. But if you want to talk player safety, why are we put, putting teams twice on Thursdays? Now, in terms of fans, yeah, this is better because you're going to see the reason they're doing this. So they can. They also said that there's something about games don't necessarily belong to networks anymore. All games are free agents, meaning any game can be flexed, I'm assuming is what yep. that basically means. Um, so yeah, if you're a fan, you're going to see better teams on Thursday night games. And this is Amazon kinda, did this. Amazon wanted Amazon better did games. It. Well, because there was terrible games. Like. Terrible. I terrible watched games. a lot of them. They were really too many Broncos game. Broncos game was awful. Oh, it's just bad. Also, the NFL will have a Black Friday game for the first time ever. You always got the Thursday. You know, the three games on Thanksgiving. I'm not a fan Day, of that either. Black Friday game. I'm not. I'm a. I, that's for college football, and that's that's in Nebraska in me. Because Nebraska's always played, they used to play Colorado always on Fridays on Black Friday. Now they play Iowa on Black Friday. Like that's a college football day to me. And we're trying to. That's hard me there. personally. Yeah. Black Friday. We'll see. Schedule released on Thursday. We'll find out who's playing on that uh, Black Friday game and a whole bunch of other things. We'll break that down for you later on in the week. But some changes coming to the NFL. Big thanks today uh, to all of our guests that stopped by. Wyatt Thompson. Always great to have the voice of Kansas State on the program. And uh, also first time guest Joel Wetzel of Youngstown State. Plenty to get to tomorrow on the program as well. Thanks for tuning in. Back with you again tomorrow, 11 to 1. Colin Coward and the Herd with Fox Sports Radio coming your way next. Do you love problem solving and working with your hands? If so, Campbell Properties is looking for you. Campbell Properties is a Fargo-based real estate investment and property. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.